This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. And today is June 30th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy said Monday he's postponing the restart of indoor dining because of a lack of compliance over the use of face masks and social distancing. Compliance is not a polite suggestion. It is a requirement, he said during a news conference. Murphy cited the spike in other states as well as reports in New Jersey of people not correctly wearing or failing to wear face masks. Unfortunately, the national scene compounded by instances of knucklehead behavior here at home are requiring us to hit pause on the restart of indoor dining for the foreseeable future, he said. On Monday, indoor shopping malls in New Jersey were cleared to start business again. They can operate at 50% capacity. Casinos are set to open Thursday at 25% capacity. Murphy said that can go forward. However, Atlantic City's Borgata announced that they are hitting the brakes. The casino released a statement to 6ABC saying we respect the governor's decision to postpone the reopening of indoor dining in New Jersey to protect the public. Given the decision, our property, Borgata Hotel, Casino, and Spa in Atlantic City will remain closed. Our guests expect a special experience when they come to our property, and if we cannot provide the level of hospitality we feel is best, that will re- we will remain closed until such time that the governor lets us know it is safe to offer food and beverage. New Jersey reported 156 new cases yesterday for a total of 171,000, Murphy said. There were 18 new confirmed deaths since Sunday for a total of 13,138 confirmed COVID-19 related deaths. There are also 1,854 suspected coronavirus-linked deaths. Officials in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, say three lifeguards tested positive for COVID-19. Officials say they believe there had been little contact with the public and that the lifeguards spent most of their time in the lifeguard stands. We immediately executed our COVID response protocol and contacted the local health department. All lifeguards were notified on the exposure and will be tested within 24 hours, said the Rehoboth Police Chief Keith uh, Keith Banks. This could be alarming because I've seen, excuse me, on Bay watch the lifeguards tend to run in slow motion oh, no. so as yeah, they're running yeah. past people i think exposure goes up <laughs> right. so paying a longer Especially amount of time slow they're motion, so slow like it that. seems to be incredibly slow that yes, they run and uh, i don't know if spacing is, is possible i still want to like jump off the lifeguard stand with the you know the buoy the and like yeah, yeah, slowly yeah, yeah. run mm-hmm. into the ocean it probably won't look as pretty as it could have when i was in my 20s but uh, the three people are <laughs> ace- <laughs> Like falling off my knee, my ankle. What's wrong with that lifeguard? (laughs) What is she doing? Her leg is broken. I think she started by running, but I don't know what's going on now. I think she sat on her buoy. Uh, so the, the three lifeguards uh, in Rehoboth Beach are asymptomatic and current, currently quarantined at home. Scammers have found yet another way to take advantage of the COVID-19 pandemic by selling fake antibody tests. A real antibody test will screen your blood for antibodies made when your body fights off an infection. The presence of antibodies can determine if you had COVID-19. The FBI says fake tests potentially provide fake results, which is bad enough. But the people selling the fraudulent kits are really after the, your personal information. So scammers are interested in things like your name, your date of birth, and your social social security number. Uh, they may even steal your Medicare or health insurance information. Information like that can be used for future insurance fraud cases. So here's what the FBI says to look, look out for. People calling you saying that the government is requiring you to take an antibody test. I actually know somebody that that happened to. And she was like, well, wait a minute. What? And they were like, well, we're doing contact tracing. And she said, okay, well, who was I in contact with? Right. And they gave her a first name. Like the, it, it was very bizarre. And she was like, I, and then they ended up hanging up on her. 
course, she got in contact with the CDC and they apologized and they said it wasn't us. I don't know, Snoop Dogg. Well, right, <laughs> it wasn't right. us. Don't follow whatever right. that was that called you. I, I get, you know, the robocalls and the scam calls every day. And yesterday I had one and it wasn't like that. It doesn't have a direct connection right. to this particular story. But I'd never heard this approach before. I just said hello and they go, John. And I could tell immediately because there was a pause yeah, yeah, yeah. before they said anything. It wasn't like somebody was just calling a wrong mm-hmm. number. I just hung up immediately. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But it's just, they, they will go to all lengths. All lengths just to scam you, man. That's yeah. what I will. If I get an email I don't recognize, I erase it immediately. If a call comes yeah. through, I don't recognize. Get rid of it. If it's really important, you will be contacted. Yeah. Otherwise, ignore it. I told you, you know, we, we still have a landline at home. I prefer yeah. to have a landline available. And uh, we never answer the damn phone. I know. Because just... it rings so often. And, and on the TV screen, it'll show the number. And I'm yeah. like, nope. Nope. It's just like, and we have become trained to not even react when not, the phone don't rings. Don't even react. Ooh. I don't even don't know care. the phone number. So whoever's calling it is <laughs> yeah. not, I didn't give them that number. Yeah. We, we have that same situation, person. There's a phone that sits in the media room of the house, um, you know, and it just sits there and I can see it blinking. And I've ne- I haven't checked it in six months <laughs> because no call of any value ever comes right, to that phone. Right. So, okay, so the FBI says um, if people are calling uh, saying that the government is requiring you to take this antibody test, um, you know, that should raise a red flag. Tests advertise mm-hmm. on social media and claims that you can get money for taking the test. You can always look up approved antibody test kits at FDA.gov. And if you think you've already been a victim of a COVID-19 fraud, you can report it to the National Center for Disaster Fraud Hotline. Uh, online or you can call 866-720-5721 in sports this morning Brooklyn Nets center DeAndre Jordan tested positive for the coronavirus and opted out of next month's restart with his team. Jordan wrote on Twitter, found out last night and confirmed again today that I've been tested or that I've tested positive for COVID while being back in market. As a result of this, I will not be in Orlando for the resumption of the season. Spencer Dinwiddie also tested positive for COVID-19, though he has yet to officially rule himself out. Over the weekend, forward Wilson Chandler said that he opted out of the season's restart because of family concerns. Arizona Diamondbacks right Right-hander Mike Leake will opt out of the 2020 season. He was scheduled to make $16 million for a full season in 2020 and will be a free agent next season. Washington Nationals first baseman Ryan Zimmerman and pitcher Joe Ross are also opting out of the abbreviated season for uh, the personal health and safety of themselves and their loved ones. Zimmerman was the Nationals' first draft pick when the franchise moved out of Montreal and has played for the team since making his debut in September of 2005. He said in a statement, after a great deal of thought and given my family circumstances, three young children, including a newborn and a mother at risk, at high risk, I have decided not to participate in the 2020 season. And finally, there are now guidelines in MLB's operational manual that allows the ma- for mascots at ballparks this season, but with some restrictions. Obviously, home clubs may have their mascot in the ballpark if they choose. However, under no circumstances are mascots permitted on the field of play or in any other restricted area on game days. Therefore, the Fanatic won't be allowed to drive his four-wheeler across the field this year, but he can at least be in the building. For for obvious reasons, the Fanatic won't be entertaining any fans inside the ballpark, but he'll be there for entertaining fans sitting at home watching on television. 
And that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thank you very much, Kathy. And uh, the sun is up. We are starting another day together. We're happy to have you on board once again. Everybody uh, everybody doing all right? Yeah. Good. Damn good. Wonderful. Excellent. Well, uh, we don't have any guests today, so we don't have that. But we've got tonight. <laughs> we do oh, yeah. have tonight. Well, that's a party. <laughs> Who needs tomorrow? Why don't you stay? Yeah. All right. You have to. Yeah. Uh, but we do have stuff to give away, so we'll have every chance to win a few things. We'll have some engaging conversation. We'll include you in them, too. Let's all be a part of this big party ride on the way into work today. It's a pity palooza. It's beautiful. Crank yeah, it up. Let's crank it up a notch. Yeah. It's a frat party. Let's, let's go. Let's get the energy going at 621 a.m. Let's really get you moving. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so anyhow, <laughs> I would give good money to have seen the faces on the people. Oh, my God. Of your fraternity of brothers. Nick's fraternity brothers when you put this on <laughs> mid-party. You know, I'm, I'm still in touch with two of the guys. Uh, one guy's name, Steve, is Bud Shank. And uh, Bud Shanks probably looks exactly like what you would expect a, a guy from Central PA. He's a huge Metallica fan. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was his room where this happened. Uh, and... Um, Do you remember it? Uh, probably, yeah. But I know I'll put it on in the Metallica fans' room. He'll uh, he'll find ways to make fun of me that you guys haven't even thought of. Right. No kidding. Yeah. He has background. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, we should get him on. Yeah, we should get Bud on, and we so. should hear the story and see if he remembers this this moment <laughs> that took place in uh, Nick's life and uh, the frat party. He felt this would really <laughs> really bring things up. You ready? Yeah. Crack it up. Yeah. Right. You know what? I don't want to get laid. I want to find love. <laughs> that's uh, that's wow. me in college in a nutshell, Steve. <laughs> All right. Uh, so listen, I do have a stack of entertainment stories. We're going to get to those and stupid question. Give us some stuff away. So we'll be back in a moment. Make sure you stay with us on the way in this morning. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Steven Singer Jewelers has fast, free, and safe shipping. Whether celebrating life or just saying I love you, Steven Singer is there for you. IHateStevenSinger.com Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, so the stupid question prize today, a digital download of Shameless, the complete 10th season. season. We're going to talk about actor Chadwick Boseman holds a degree from Oxford University. And what famous actor paid for his tuition? Ha! 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you happen to know the answer to that. Chadwick Boseman holds a degree from Oxford University. What famous actor paid for his tuition? 215-263-WMMR. Call right now. Uh, we're going to go through birthdays while we're waiting for that answer. It's June 30th, last day of June. I can't believe it. Uh, and celebrating birthdays today include actor Vincent D'Onofrio, uh, Private Pile from Full Metal Jacket. Amazing performance. Yep. He's um, done so much more, though. Oh, absolutely. He's in a freaky movie that I really like. He plays a very ominous character called, um, I think it's The Cell. Yeah, the movie's The Cell with yeah, Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez. It's, Weird it's movie. It's freaky, yeah. Yeah, and he plays the serial killer... That keeps these women and slowly kind of drowns them, keeps them in this right, tank right. that slowly fills up, and then he like bleaches their skin white and takes yeah. their bodies and does. He's messed and up. There man. are these dream sequences or these sort of. I guess he can bring. I, I forget exactly the machinations of the she movie. She can be put into someone else's that's mind. It, that's and it. Yeah. In his mind, he's that's... this god-like character, and she goes into his mind because he's incapacitated or something right. along those lines, and. 
It's a messed up movie. I remember a scene where they're walking along Preston and it's like like a horse split into thin sections. sections. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's a great actor. Uh, he celebrates his 61st birthday today. Actress Lizzie Kaplan. I like her. I do too, man. I, I have a thing for her. She's um, very... Uh, Cloverfield? Yep. She was in... That was the first thing I ever saw her in. And uh, she had a run in uh, Masters of Sex. You know, she's um, really good in uh, the the movie The Interview, which is the uh, the comedy uh, the, with the... Uh, I didn't see Seth it. Yeah. 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 Kim Jong-il. Uh, you know um, what, Steve? And I, I told you that, you know, you and I both watched uh, Castle Rock the first season. Yes. And we were, like, confused by it. And I'm a huge Stephen King fan, so... I waited forever to watch the second season. I ended up liking the second season, and she's the main focus in the second season. She's really good at it. Did you it. like second season more than the first season? Much more. All than right, the first then I might season. check it out. So she's 38 today. Hey, Modest Yahoo celebrates oh, his birthday oh, today. We love that guy. One of the best in studio performances yeah. Yeah. ever. Modest Yahoo. You ever come to camp out, Modest Yahoo? I don't know. I don't know he either. came to the belly flop challenge. I feel like he did. In his Nick. full. <laughs> Sometimes rabbinical I'm... outfit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, oh no, that was the Hebrew hammer. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, no, this is a great song, and he's just the nicest man. Uh, every time he's been in here, he's in. He's really good in that horror movie, uh, The Possession. That's right. I yeah, never saw it, and that's basically uh, Jewish exorcist. Yeah, we're just saying 2014 camp out. Oh, okay, cool. there you go. Uh, Hasidic Jewish rapper Ray. Gay rapper is uh, the description I'm reading here. This but. is a song that he played for us in our studio, but I suggest if you've never heard any other uh, of his music, King Without a Crown. Yeah, great song. Excellent. And uh, we've got tonight, too. And we've got tonight <laughs> yeah, in, yeah. in uh, Hebrew. Modest Yahoo celebrate, <laughs> celebrates his uh, 41st birthday today. All right. Uh, you also have uh, Philip Anselmo, the lead singer of Pantera. And he turns, wow, he's only 52 years old today. I thought uh, the Pantera gang was a little bit older than how, that, but no. How long has this been a bed for us? Uh, ages. Ages. Decades. I love this. We have used this for a long time. It's a walk. Yeah. Uh, and it just, it sounds great. And I know the Pantera fans hate the fact that we don't play the whole song, but <laughs> I love this. He's uh, 52 today. Let's stay on that metal vein for a bit. It's Ingbe's birthday today. Ingbe! This was the first time anybody heard someone play the guitar quite like this back in the day. Now, tons of people play like that yeah. now, but Ingve was the first to really do stuff like that. I saw him in concert, believe it or not. I think I told you this. My brother just hooked me up, rock guitarist, thought he was God, loved Van Halen, but uh, I went to this show. I knew nothing about him. Uh, I was blown away. Yeah, I his, mean, his speed was unmatched. I at the don't time. know if I liked the music, but I was just impressed. Yeah. Uh, so he turns uh, fifty-seven today. He's supposed to be a big egomaniac. Yeah, that's right birth. here. Yeah. Uh, Mike Tyson also has a birthday today. Have you it, seen him uh, lately? He's like ripped. Like well, Steve back, was saying he's he's been training. He's been yeah. training for he, the fight, and he is like back in shape, like old wow. Mike Tyson. Kathy, shape. He, he is he is a. 
facing him in the ring, I can oh. think of nothing uh, more serious. horrific. <laughs> I mean, he and he's got he's still got it. You could yeah. die. You I could mean, die. He could he could he could spin your neck around so hard it could kill you. That's what a badass <laughs> he has always been. And my, Jamie Foxx is is actually going to play him and Jamie Foxx now is in Mike Tyson shape. Oh, uh, nice. Nice. I uh, my son for some reason has become obsessed with me getting in the ring with Mike Tyson lately. He's been asking me how much it would cost. Uh, to get me in the ring with Mike Tyson, and I said no amount of money. No, back when I was uh, younger, I'd be like, yeah, for for a million bucks, I'd, I'd do a round with Mike Tyson. Yeah, yeah, and then I realized that um, he could actually literally punch my face off. Fresh Prince hit used to have a song uh, called uh, "I'd Fight Mike Tyson." I oh, think. really? It was, yeah, it was, it was. Was that him? Uh, what What's that? Was that him? What do you mean? <laughs> was it Was that him who sang that song? Yeah. Okay. That's cool. why. That's why I said he did. Oh, okay. I said Fresh Prince. <laughs> Had a song called "I Would Fight Mike Tyson." Yeah, yeah. You didn't. You didn't say that. Can right? I get some popcorn? Can what you guys just say? hold a second? <laughs> hold on. It's not just I didn't say that. You asked the question. You were like, <laughs> "No, I thought I, I, thought, I, thought, I thought I was saying." Mark, was that? Is it me? I don't. No, it's him, right? No, 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 you asked the question. It was then when the they question. realized they had entered another dimension. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I stated. Uh-uh. It's called, I the, think I could beat Mike Tyson. I'm <laughs> pretty sure there's a question mark at the end of that sentence. Okay. And not a period. <laughs> Funny how. So, we, like <laughs> we need someone to describe that exchange. Text now. Was it me or was it Casey? <laughs> <laughs> it's him, right? Who messed it was him, right? <laughs> wow. Oh, Mar- Marissa's going to go check the tape yeah. on that. Anyway, for uh, the, the concept of the song... <laughs> Was it for X million dollars? Yeah. Would you step in the ring and sure. fight Mike no, Tyson? Right. No, like, I would. Yeah, sure. Meaning I, that uh, you would be killed, or you know, you would almost die, but you'd make a lot of money in the process. Now, is that a question? Or? Yeah, I don't know. It's is up it to you. him? Uh, uh, Mike Tyson's fifty-four today. Huh. David Allen. <laughs> you guys, it looked as if he had started to speak Mandarin Chinese. <laughs> well, he just looks at me and goes, yeah. "Did he? Did he sing it?" I'm like, "Well, I, I just, just said, said that, that, right?" I said it was him. <laughs> It was him? You saying that? <laughs> oh, man. All right. Anyhow. I uh, swear to God, here, and this is a warning <laughs> to anybody listening right now. If you text in the words, Casey, shut up, I'm going to I'm going to block you. And you will no longer be able to text into the show. However, I'll Even be if your you're joking friend. around, it doesn't come across as joking. This is your last warning. Wait, you're not getting you're wrong, you're not gonna ton of support on this case. I, I it's don't okay. Care. I know. That's I know. Fine. People are being nice. Yeah. Hey, uh, I love the guy. It's yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's like nothing. It was, nothing are, can break are that. Are you talking about Will Smith yeah. or Casey? Ain't nothing gonna break up my stride, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just stay tuned in today. It's, 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 yeah. I can tell it's gonna be an awesome oh. day. Well, here's one that says you're both idiots. So uh, hey, right, hey, right, there right. you go. Yeah. All right, you can stay. Wonder Twin Powers. All right, David Allen Greer also celebrates a birthday today. He's Awesome. I love him. I love him. His uh, sense of humor is great. I'll fight him for a million dollars. He's 64. And then the last birthday is Michael Phelps. He's won 14 gold wow. Olympic medals, the most by any Olympian ever. What was his uh, daily caloric intake when he was at the height of training? Like 6,000. 6,000 calories. He had a beautiful condo. It was down in the uh, the Baltimore, the, the waterfront there. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you could, when you... Down, you went down to the dock. You could see it right across. It was right at the edge of one of the condominiums, penthouse. It was unbelievable. 
Happy 35th birthday to Michael Phelps. All right, listen. The the pregnant pause as you were both trying to grasp. (laughs) It was was almost like like the first alien encounter. Listen, I swear. When you're looking for a common language. We all... um, (laughs) When you questioned what I said, I was like, well, what did I say? (laughs) Like, like I know sounds came out of my mouth. Are you the man? (laughs) Yeah. What? So you're questioning two things at the same time at that yeah. point. You're questioning but, yourself. But we all do it. We all oh, yeah, do it. Yeah. Like Steve says, wow, after a birthday, as if like he's the person that yeah. just had a birthday for the first time in the history of man. Yeah. And like, it's just what, it's just an expression. So, when, you know, like we all have, I, 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 I had I sounds come out of my mouth <laughs> you, you, and then you, you, you questioned my sounds and I was like, what did I say? Uh, what you, did you say? You made the point brilliantly. <laughs> okay. So. The explanation is absolutely irrefutable. <laughs> Stupid question. Chadwick Boseman holds a degree right. from Oxford University. What famous actor paid for his tuition? <laughs> we go to, we go to, I'm going to go to Ashley. Hi, Ashley. Hi, it's Ashley Ashlyn. Ashlyn. Oh, Ashlyn. Okay, Ashlyn. Uh, who paid for Chadwick Boseman's uh, tuition? Was it uh, Denzel Washington? It was Denzel, of course. And you got it right, so that means we are going to give you a digital download of Shameless, the complete 10th season, which is available now. We're going to start. Let's get the Kardashian crap out of the way. Out Uh, your mouth. Kim's brand has skyrocketed to billionaire status thanks to KKW's deal with cosmetic conglom Cody Incorporated. Cody was the one that invested in Kylie's cosmetic company. That is correct. Per the $200 million deal, Cody now has a 20% stake in her business. Uh, She said, this relationship will allow me to focus on the creative elements that I'm so passionate about while benefiting from the incredible resources of Cody. Thank you. Launching... My products around the world. So she's, essentially, she's handed the business off to them. Yeah, yeah. And now she can work on the creative elements. Which means they bring stuff into her and she points at it. That's right. <laughs> yeah. yes. That's, that's what she does. I'll take that. Yeah. Let's yeah. do that. It's her affiliation that's worth all this money. It's true. Uh, the deal is reportedly for a long-term strategic partnership to launch products and grow the brand across the globe. Cody, of course, uh, purchased the majority stake, as Steve said, in Kylie's brand for $600 million. Uh, though, as many fans will recall, Forbes had demoted uh, Kylie from the youngest billionaire status this year, reporting that she'd fudged the numbers a bit, a claim she staunchly <laughs> denies. Johnny Depp's libel battle with the British tabloid The Sun was dealt a setback by a high court judge who ruled that he failed to properly disclose all of his texts. This is in it, Uh Depp is suing Dan Wooten, the executive director of The Sun, and the paper's publisher, News Group newspapers owned by Rupert Murdoch, he claims the paper defamed him uh, when it referred to him as a wife beater in April of 2018. We know about that. His ex Amber Heard, as many recall, accused her, accused him of abusing her, a charge he strenuously denies. Now, the paper wants case thrown out, claiming that Depp failed to disclose texts that allegedly showed him attempting to buy drugs while he was in Australia with Heard in 2015. This was when they had the dog thing, right? right? That, yeah. that bizarre apology video? Uh, he was allegedly texting his assistant, Nathan Holmes, in a bid to score shortly before Heard claimed that she was the subject to a three-day ordeal of physical assaults from Depp while he was under the influence of drink and or drugs. I want to be some crick. Uh, Justice Nicole, or Nicole had ruled on Monday 
The Depp's team should have disclosed the text. He said the Australian drug text were adverse to the claimants uh pleaded uh wait we're huh? adverse to the claimant's pleaded case there you go and or were supportive of the defendant's pleaded case so the judge said i agree that the timing is significant the exchanges with mr holmes began shortly before the alleged incidents in australia he did not strike out the case and instead gave depth the opportunity to continue the suit by applying for relief against sanctions ahead of a three-week trial set to kick off july 7th and here's uh, some of the all details right, all right so so we're talking a setback that's well, yeah. So, yeah, but, but uh, so not yeah, it's conclusive. not thrown out or anything yeah, like yeah. that. So, one of the texts read, "We should have some more happy pe- happy pills," and then it has three exclamation points and two question marks. Uh, and then it says uh, another one said, "May I be ecstatic again?" Uh-huh. Question mark, question mark, question mark. And in a separate message, Depp said, "Need more whitey stuff asap, brother man." What? Wow, man. He writes like a, a 70s pimp. Totally. Is that Coke, I guess? Yeah. I think is what he's looking okay. for. Yeah. And ecstasy. And, and happy pills, I guess, yeah, ecstatic again. So yeah. it's, a, it's oh. a reference to ecstasy. And happy pills are probably Flintstones vitamins. Yeah. Because yeah. those are fun. <laughs> they, they, they crack me up. They're just Especially fun. Especially when you get a Dino. Oh, yeah. <laughs> those were my favorites. Purple. Uh, the Dino's from Purple. Yeah. yeah. All right, so uh, rapper and music mogul Dr. Dre, his wife, Nicole Young, has filed for divorce. Young is 50. Filed for divorce from Dre after 24 years of marriage on Monday, citing irreconcilable differences, according to TMZ. Uh, Dre, who is 55, of course, founded the hugely lucrative Beats Electronics brand, is said to be worth an estimated $800 million, and sources tell the outlet that the pair did not sign a prenuptial no. agreement. No prenup, so she's looking at at least $400 million. I would think so. And that's without property. Because they live in California, right? Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, The rapper married Nicole on May 25th, 1996. Uh, she was formerly married to NBA player, and I'll mess up this name, uh, Sedale Threat. Oh. Is that his name? Sedale Threat. Threat, okay. Yeah. Sedale Threat. Uh, Young is reportedly seeking spousal support and is being represented by celebrity attorney Samantha Spector in the divorce. Yeah. And now, she is also a lawyer herself. Uh, the pair share two adult children together, uh, daughter Truly Young, who is 19, and son Truce Young, who is thir- 23. All right, a quick question. So if she ends up with $400 million, mm-hmm. spousal support can still be added on top of that? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, maybe that's... Part of it. I'm not really sure. So uh, they made their last public appearance as a couple at the Tom Ford Fashion Show with their daughter Truly in February of this year. The same month, Dre talked about his birthday plans. It included his wife during an interview. Uh, He has often posted sweet messages about his marriage on Instagram, revealing in 2018 that he had whisked his wife away to New York via helicopter to see the musical Hamilton for their 22nd wedding anniversary. How romantic. A year earlier, he proudly posted a tribute writing, Married 21 Years, The Defiant Ones, a reference to the documentary about Dre and his music industry legend friend Jimmy Iovine. We'll never get divorced. However, it now appears that things have turned sour as his wife has hired, uh, like I said, high-powered Hollywood attorney Specter, whose notable clients include Jenna Dewan yeah. and Amber Heard. Uh, in 2014, the music company that Dre established, Beats, was sold to Apple for three <laughs> billion dollars which led him being held as the first billionaire in hip-hop through forbes uh, though forbes recently pegged his wealth at 800 million 
Uh, the same what year, a demotion. He purchased a $400 million home in the Brentwood neighborhood of Los Angeles, and it, he bought it from previous owner Tom Brady and supermodel Giselle Bunchen. And it goes on to list his uh, his career and how much money he's made and all this good stuff. So, do you think when these wealthy people like Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen leave a home, do you think that they're like you you could go and b- discover his old penthouse magazines? Or, you <laughs> yeah, know, like they usually <laughs> like stuff that they just store in the attic. Or they, I assume, they have people come through and get rid of all incriminating stuff. Uh, so, yep, uh, they are they're calling it quits. Yeah, man, divorce. We'll see. That's what it. Four hundred million. Yeah. Colin Kaepernick's uh, journey to activism will be the subject of a six-part series on Netflix, and it will be directed by Ava DuVernay. Uh, The creator and director of Netflix's Now They See Us will work closely with the former NFL quarterback for a scripted drama series called Colin in Black and White. Uh, The Emmy-nominated Michael Starbury penned the script and will executive produce with uh, DuVernay and Kaepernick. Uh, an actor will be hired to play Kaepernick in his childhood years, and he's going to play himself, oh, no, which will be interesting because I have no idea if the dude's ever done any acting before mm-hmm. in his life. Not to the best of my knowledge. Uh, DuVernay said with his act of protest, Colin Kaepernick ignited a national conversation about race and justice with far-reaching consequences for football, culture, and for him personally. Colin's story has much to say about identity, sports, and the enduring spirit of protest and resilience. Uh, I couldn't be happier than to tell the story with the net team at Netflix. So I have no idea on a um, <clears throat> on a timetable on that, but they are getting together to do it. Meghan Markle embarrassed Prince Harry after revealing that she was pregnant on Princess Eugene's wedding day. Oh, a new royal tells all called royal. I'm, I'm sorry, a new royal tell called Royals at War, claims it was a huge social gaffe that infuriated Eugene and her mother, Sarah Ferguson. How could you do that? Yes. (laughs) Are you crazy? How could you do that? Uh, The book's authors, Dylan Howard and Andy Tillett, claim the mom-to-be made the reveal while celebrating Eugene and Jack Brooks... Eugene! Brooks Banks wedding with the royal family, October 12, 2018. I mean, listen, that's not even like um, like royal protocol. Like, you don't do that. Yeah, right? that's... The, the uh, wedding you don't do that! You don't! <laughs> Are you crazy? Are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> the book claims... Megan put quote put her foot in it. What? When she decided when she decided that it would be the ideal moment to announce that she and Harry were expecting their first child. Huh. Uh continuing, this was a huge social gaffe. Even if you're not a royal, stealing the limelight from Eugene, who was furious, as was her mother Sarah. Uh, the pair shared the news <laughs> with the public on the eve of their royal tour of Australia and New Zealand in October of 2000. Imagine if everything you did was constrained by some sort of royal protocol, yeah. like every goddamn thing. Yeah, you had to check. You must wipe laterally. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ah, come on. That's not how Eugene does it. Yeah. Or you must you must yeah. now sit while wiping. Right. Which case Eugene is the way to go. <laughs> Megan, meanwhile, is busy building a new life in L.A. with Harry and their son, Archie. The pair are throwing themselves into social causes, including Black Lives Matter. Megan and uh, Harry have reached out to a number of organizations and people, and Megan reportedly had a uh, lengthy conversation with an 18-year-old black woman from Wisconsin who was set on fire in a possible hate crime. 
Uh, Megan and Althea Bernstein reportedly spoke for 40 minutes on Saturday after getting uh, in touch to the Boys and Girls Club of Dane County. Uh, Tyler Cameron was spotted out on a lunch date with model Jalissa Anna Zoltko. Who? In Florida. <laughs> I don't know. Jalissa, oh, after her ex, Hannah Brown, left Florida in April. Yeah, Tyler was the um, <clears throat> was the second choice that she passed on. TMZ published shots of him working out with a woman. I'm working out. <laughs> I'm picking stuff up and then I put it back down again. Lots of times. <laughs> but she shot down speculation. <laughs> working up sweat. Uh, Pre-Brown, Cameron was dating Gigi Hadid. Gigi. And, uh, it tickles the roof of my mouth when I say that. No word yet from either Cameron or the swimsuit model on the latest rumors. But her name is uh, Jalissa. Jalissa. And Zoltko. Kabako. Uh, so. <laughs> Just making noises over there. Yeah. I'm sure it's she's funny. pretty stunning. Uh, there's a picture of him working out and the dude's. All cut up. Of course he is. Yeah, of course. That's his livelihood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I watch uh, Jeopardy almost every night, and that's on six ABC. And I turned the TV off, and uh, came back, turned the TV back on, and the, there was a Bachelor on last. Yes, week. and the, uh, the greatest Bachelor ever. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I guess that's what's happening this season. So uh, here's what I tuned into. There was a guy walking around in the woods. And they had a camera on the guy walking around in the woods. And uh, uh, then he ended up, and then, then they cut to inside the house. And there's uh, dudes in the house uh, <laughs> doing whatever the dudes are doing. And then the guy in the woods uh, shows up at the door. <laughs> and he's, he starts scraping at the door. What? Uh, this is what happened on The yeah. Bachelor last night. And, uh, and then so one of the guys like, dude, bro's at the front door. And the other guy's like, wait, what? He's like, seriously. Bros at the front door. Bros at the front door. Bros okay. at the front door. Seriously, man. Um, okay. Okay. That, that's what. Then I turned that off. That was. Uh, that was you the didn't end. find out what no, the bro, who the no. bro was. Or? He's, he's I scraped. This was the back door. <laughs> he was, Wait, he was scratching scra- on the door. Yeah. So I, I guess that was a big surprise for all the all the other bros in the house that the bro who was walking in the woods you came missed back the, part. the house. Like at night, they they put the bro out for the night. Oh, you know. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, they put him out yeah, with, yeah. A, with a camera crew, right? To follow him around walking right. in the woods. Bros, and then at, the, had, bros, bros at the front door. Bro bros lost. Door. Yeah, bro. You serious, bro? Yeah, bros <laughs> at the door. Unbelievable. Uh huh. That's TV. I'm not enough of a bro to right. watch that show. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. Well, uh, moving on to a couple other stories here. The Broadway League has confirmed what seemed uh, to many inevitable. Broadway theater will not return until next year at the earliest. Oh, man. We had uh, tickets for Music Man with, um, who's that guy? Hugh Jackman. Yeah. And uh, that got all pushed back. And then uh, it was looking like it was pushed back to, God, maybe like July of next year already. July of next year? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we were supposed to go. I think, there's going to be no Broadway if 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 it goes to to July of next year. They can they can board all that up. It's not going to come back. They're having they're they're struggling right now. Yeah. Uh, per the league, performances will officially be suspended until January of tw- January second, twenty twenty one. Previously, the goal was to return to the stage after Labor Day, but that is not going to happen. And you, you you guys know that besides the <clears throat> theaters, all the restaurants around there, or they mm-hmm. all that, that's what they. They live for that stuff. If you ever go to a restaurant around Broadway, their their meal times and everything, the way they run the meals, it's yeah. all scheduled around the show. Well, and and they're also you can buy packages where yes. you go to dinner and then they get you out in time to get to your show. Right. I remember one time, man, they got us through so quick. They were they were basically force feeding us. With it. It's like, come on, come on, come on. No kid. Yeah, I didn't yeah. Know they did that. Yeah. My cousin is uh, in the union that sets up the stages for the different shows, and he's basically just not working. Oh no, yeah. kidding. Yeah. 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 
Uh, let's see. Orange is the New Black Star, Taylor Schilling, confirmed that she is dating musician and artist Emily Ritz. On Instagram stories, she wrote, I couldn't be more proud to be by your side. Everything tastes good when it sits on a Ritz. <clears throat> Happy pride. <laughs> and that's all there is to it. Remember that? Uncle? Was a, I, I do. do. Yeah, and I used absolutely. to like Ritz crackers. Good I liked crack Andy up. Griffith. You don't and like, he supported LGBTQ. You don't like Ritz anymore? I do. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. This is interesting. Uh, John Wick director, Chad Stalensky. Uh, uh, Stahelski, I'm sorry. Uh, one of Hollywood's most legendary stuntmen before he began working as a stunt coordinator and director, he was uh, Brandon Lee's double on The Crow. Yeah. He was in Captain America Civil War, Birds of Prey, The Matrix 4. Uh, and when asked recently if he thinks there should be an Academy Award for stunt work, he had an interesting answer. He said, if wardrobe, hair and makeup, certainly all the creative departments here are considered for Oscars, then yes, it makes perfect sense that the stunt department would be considered for an Oscar. He said, now on a personal level, being a former stuntman, second unit director, and all that stuff for all the generations that were either before me, trained me, or current now, uh, I don't know a single person in my 30 years of work that got into stunts to win an Oscar. Uh, he also made the point uh, that while the recognition may be long overdue, the creation of an Oscar category for stunts won't make or break uh, uh, the people behind the scenes. He said, apart from all that, as a stunt community... I don't think we've ever been held back. I think we've done a pretty effing good job without being motivated by an award. It's always been a bit of a stunt person thing to be like, uh, look, I'm doing, uh, I'm not doing this for the thanks. Uh, you are, according to the song, the unsung hero. We're not doing it because we want to be celebrities. I have three or four friends that I think are some of the best stunt performers on the planet. Uh, when they come to me and they say, hey, good job, or hey, we liked your movie. Uh, we thought this is really cool. On a personal level, that's all I need. I'm good, he says. But... But there should be, don't you think? Oh, if, especially yes, <laughs> there, there honestly should be, and they, they, it can go all the way back. It's a, it's a funny thing that, and he brings up a very salient point when you're giving for wardrobe and other stuff like that. There've been years, yeah, uh, where they haven't. I remember years where they seemed where they didn't award special effects awards and and things of that nature, and uh, or makeup awards. I mean, like real, you know, prosthetic yeah. um, stuff, some heavy duty stuff. Anything that's like that, and the stunts especially, you're taking stuff that's raised to high art, like the John Wick stuff. It's just amazing. They, they are literally um, re awarding every single aspect of filmmaking except for that. Yeah. I mean, they're doing sound and, you know, like all I, of it. I wonder if they feel that maybe the um, the Academy wouldn't be qualified enough to judge stunts. You know what I mean? But the stuntmen are members of the Academy, aren't yeah, they? I, you know what? I don't know. Yeah. But I think there should be. I think yeah. absolutely. I mean, these, <laughs> people get injured and, and some die on rare occasions. Mm -hmm. And uh, and it's part of the entertainment aspect of even movies that aren't really stunt-based. Well, there are stunts in movies that are just dramas and things like that. Mm -hmm. that you know, that You're are, right. Many times stuntmen on movie sets, Preston, it's happened quite often, especially with this guy, where um, they will actually suggest a scene or a way to do a scene that becomes iconic in a movie. Yeah. There's a great YouTube channel, I mentioned it a couple of times, called Corridor Crew, and they review special effects, and they're special effects artists, and they'll bring stuntmen in to review stunts on films. And, um, yeah, it's just amazing stuff. Yeah. Going all the way back to, and they're showing, like, the classic Ben-Hur sequence where the, uh, you know, the, the dude was pulled behind the chariot. It's just unbelievable. Yep. All right, one more quick story. Uh, the first trailer for Aretha Franklin's biopic, Respect, starring Jennifer Hudson, has dropped. 
Uh, the film will follow Franklin's career from a child singing in her father's church choir to worldwide stardom. Uh, she, of course, passed away in 2018. The film also stars uh, Forrest Whitaker, Marlon Wayans, uh, Audra McDonald, Titus Burgess. Mark Marin is a main character in there. Kimberly Scott. Uh, and a bunch of others, uh, Heather Headley, Sky Dakota, I hope uh, Turner, it's good. Tate Donovan, and Mary J. Blige. Uh, the film will be released in December. Yeah, the, um, you know, it's her singing. Yeah, it's, it's Jennifer and she Hudson, nails it. And she's outstanding. And as great of a singer, and I, I think Jennifer Hudson has one of the most beautiful voices in, in today's music. Um, she's still not as good. Aretha just was, no, no. was just another level, man. She was just incredible. But she's going to do it just. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So I am looking forward to seeing that. All right. Uh, let's do clips. Jordan Peele puts a modern twist on the classic anthology series, the Twilight Zone. And in this clip, Jordan discusses the impact that Rod Serling left on the original series. Here we go. Every episode sort of requires a different conversation. That's what, you know, Serling and and his squad of, of, of writers were, were perfect at, was like addressing societal issues through these allegories. Mm-hmm. And Sterling wrote like 90% of those Twilight Zone episodes. And there are a lot of them. He man. wrote a ton of them. Yeah. So, uh, the Twilight Zone is streaming now on CBS All Access. Next clip. Contestants tackle a board filled with cash and prizes as they try to avoid the whammy in the revived version of Press Your Luck. In this clip, Elizabeth Banks talks about preparing for this hosting role her whole life. I loved it growing up. I would come home after school and watch the No Whammies. I'm, it's really fun to be a part of. Season two is bonkers. We we give away a lot of money and um, a lot of prizes. And I just had the greatest time with um, with all of the contestants. What the f- I got to talk to my friend Todd. He yeah. used to be the host of Press Your Luck. I got to talk to him and see what he thinks about uh, Elizabeth Banks being the host uh, for this version of it. Sure, he loves it. <laughs> I'm uh, thrilled to uh, be left out of something I was a part of initially. Uh, Press Your Luck airs Sunday at 9 on ABC. And that's what I have in our entertainment the world of entertainment. Today, friends, there it is for you on a silver platter yeah. on the President's Tea Show. All right, let's take a break and come back in a moment and see what we can get into when we return. Stay with us. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks proudly supports the American Cancer Society Bikeathon. Hey, it's Marcus. Cancer won't stop and neither will we. Join myself and Team WMMR on Sunday, August 9th for the 48th annual ACS Bikeathon. This year we're going virtual. The pedal power to finish the ride against cancer may look different, but the mission remains the same. Each Team WMMR rider gets a free team t-shirt, registration and complete details at WMMR.com and check out our custom Team WMMR Apparel providers, Bolay and Go Cycling. Team WMMR and the ACS Bikeathon, virtually unstoppable. The ACS Bikeathon, another way 93.3 WMMR is putting Philly first. So uh, we were just talking off air uh, about uh, Independence Day weekend coming yes. up, holiday weekend. 
Um, New Jersey is rolling back some uh, some of the plans that they had for the weekend. Right. Uh, as far as uh, abilities to eat inside and so on. So, um, Casey, you had brought up what, you know, what can you do, right? Well, yeah, I, not only that, but like... Where um, can you go or where's it, what's something different? There are to places do? to go to. There are things to do. It's mm. just we may not <clears throat> know them. Well, you know, it seems like all of the good ideas have already been taken, right? So, Nick, for instance, is, you know, looking to rent an RV and... Well, apparently that's such a good idea that everybody's running RVs and RVs are charging you like quadruple the price. And you know, it's like, what is there out there that you can do that maybe we haven't even thought of yet? Okay. Or stuff that you've thought of that you didn't realize was available. Yeah. Okay. So some kind of a getaway of sorts? I'd say maybe Independence Day activities. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to need a jingle. Uh, we um, might need a jingle. Kyle? Cobble one together. Jingle, please. Maybe he could just call in and, yeah. and jingle yeah, right. over the long yeah. hey, You know what? I got an email from Kyle. Kyle, the guy, do you have the Corona activities while I'm looking I for do. The, the I know email? exactly what he's doing. I, you don't, I don't even have to read it. Oh, okay. Corona well, I was going to read his email. Yeah, read uh, it. He said, I uh, don't know how adventurous you guys plan on being this summer, but I just want to let you know that uh, I'm singing every Friday night this summer at the Laguna Beach Bar and Grill in Brigantine uh, with a new band I joined. He says there are eight pieces complete with a horn section. Wow. And just want to extend this invite in case you guys are ever down the shore in the AC area. So he's rocking a, a big band thing. Yeah. yeah. And, and it is outside. Kyle's so that was, a great singer, man. That was my big question for him was, because I'm not familiar with Brigantine. Is, oh, yeah, is that's what, like whether the bar the, to go to That's there. the one? Yeah. It's huge. Okay. He didn't okay. say the name of the band in here. Do you know the name of the band? I do not know. All I right. think it's Sexual Chocolate. Sexual Chocolate. Yeah. They're great. Yeah. Uh, so Kyle McCarty, and uh, you can go see them, uh, his band. It's an eight-piece band at the Laguna Beach Bar and Grill in Brigantine. So I want to pass that along. My wife had recommended, or not recommended, but uh, suggested maybe she was going to maybe take the kids to the drive through Safari at Six Flags because that's going to be open yes. soon, or it might be open now. I think now. it's already open. They it's opened all, it a little while back. Uh, yeah, the Safari opened a little while back. So I have a list of some like amusement parks that, that are opened. Here we go. That's you know what people want to do. but The Activity Queen. But the, the actual park, so Six Flags is going to open um, on July 3rd for season ticket holders and then to the public on the 4th. Um, the, Governor Phil Murphy did announce that amusement parks and water parks can reopen on Thursday, but as of right now, their water park is not open. So Dorney is the same thing, right? Uh, that was like the, we, we had gotten word last week that Dorney was going to, uh, you know what, let me get that information because that was... Um, that was important stuff, and we, we were want to sort- be authoritative. Well, not only that, Steve, but um, we were not. What's the word what? I'm looking? What are you, uh, you're asking if they're opened. Yeah, we were embargoed from mentioning it any sooner. Uh, I think than uh, yeah. So well, it's it's announced. Right. It's on their website. They're opening July eighth, and they're actually having a Fourth of July drive-in fireworks. Ooh, so yes. To, yeah. So you have to stay in your car. That's that's okay. All yep. right, I'm going to recommend one. Uh, there's this place in upstate PA. It's called uh, Elk County, Pennsylvania. And I went camping there about a month ago. And, uh, Preston, I gave you um, sort of a brochure about... <laughs> yes, there's well, the elk. Yeah, so they have uh, the largest uh, wild elk herd in the state. Is, is that there. right? And, uh, you know, Casey, you mentioned the safari, which you can do in, in New Jersey and see animals that are not native to New Jersey. But if you go to this part of Pennsylvania, you can see wild elk. You can, there's bears, there's deer. Uh, and if you're at all interested in, in doing outdoor stuff, it's um it's probably an overnight trip. It's not probably not a day trip because the, the there and back is about four hours. But it's a gorgeous part of the state that I've never been to before, and I cannot recommend it more highly. A couple of texts coming in. It says July 4th is 
statewide fish for free day. Oh, man. Grab just go into any store and take the fish? Just take a fish. It's free. <laughs> that's, I don't think right, that's but, a, oh, oh, you mean fishing. Grab a fishing though? rod and go anywhere you want, it says here. It doesn't say what state case. I'm guessing it's Pennsylvania, but we may want to check on that. But July 4th, statewide fish for free day. Somebody says rent a small boat and go fishing or crabbing. Uh, hold on, wait That's a minute. That's a good idea. Oh, and about the safari. Somebody texted in and says, it takes like four hours. Plan accordingly. Really? I think that's maybe if they're busy, but they're that's busy. a guess. I don't really know. Huh. Okay. Right. So, so I'm looking at a play, at the facility, uh, Howling Woods Farm, which has a wolf um, oh, that's sanctuary. Cool. And that's um, something oh, I'd like to do. Neat. Have you, any of you guys, Nick, you've done it, right? I did not that one. I, there's one out in Lidditz. Uh, right. I think this is two days in a row. We've mentioned Lidditz, PA. <laughs> and um, it's really cool. And uh, it's not expensive. It's maybe 100 acres, something like that. All right. Yeah, and you could do that. That's definitely a day trip. You can go uh, to and from Lidditz. Are, and, are they open? Because this one in Howling, I don't Howling Woods Farm seems to be open. Okay, yeah. I'll, I I'll check on the one in Lidditz. Yeah. Hey, By the way, it is Pennsylvania that on July 4th will be Fish for Free Day statewide. <laughs> that's good to know. Yeah. Um, so a lot, though, with, with these amusement parks that are reopening, you actually have to make reservations, which you've never had to do before. You'd right. actually just be able to buy a ticket and go. Um, so most of them, and, and including the zoos as well, you buy tickets and you actually reserve a time and you have to go uh, on that day and time. What's the status with the zoo? Uh, so the same thing, you make reservations yeah, so- to go in and obviously they're, they're keeping admittance, uh, they're trying to Manage the crowd, correct? Yeah, right. So everybody's doing the extra sanitation. Everyone gets a monkey, though. No, everyone leaves with a monkey. Yes, your own monkey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really nice of them to do that. I love that they have those baskets full of living monkeys. No, so is it at like half? Well, I, I guess they could. It's a... So they do. They, that's why you have to make the reservation. Okay. They are, they are going to cap it. Um, here, I'll, I'll run through all Please. of the stuff that I have. And, and okay. every place is doing their own version of, you know, cleaning. And uh, some are at the discretion of the, uh, the, the ride uh, operators and things like that but um (laughs) it's beautiful so the philadelphia zoo reopens on july 9th there's a member preview day most parks are doing this too the member preview day where the members can go ahead of time uh so that's july 6th to the 8th reservations are required there the elmwood park zoo is actually already open um but you do also have to buy a ticket with a specific time uh, prior to visiting the zoo they're actually having issues with their ticketing their ticket operating system so uh if you just bring your order number on the day and time that you scheduled you'll be fine to get into the elmwood park zoo elmwood is a great zoo if you've not been there it's also it's so obviously the the you know the the zoo here is great uh uh but the uh elmwood has a, a bit less but it's very seeable and very doable in a shorter amount of time and i i love it i love yeah. the vibe oh, there i love it there i, yeah. I always said it's it's so much it's great for younger kids but i mean jace is almost nine now and he yeah. still loves going there yeah um and it reminds me a lot of the cape may zoo uh kath do you have any information in the cape may zoo you there? know what no i didn't get to the cape may zoo but um, what about the wazoo i did get to the um so maury's pier is opening on july 2nd um one of the piers so the is it the mariners amusement pier case Sure. Okay, that'll be open from 1 p.m. to 11 p.m., but the Surfside and Adventure Piers, they'll remain closed. The Star- Starlux Mini Golf will be open from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Raging Waters Water Park, they are reopening, but the Ocean Oasis Water Park will remain closed. Now, Ocean City says the same thing, that they're opening on July 2nd. However, I saw pictures, and I feel like some that of their might be... rides might already be opened. <laughs> okay. I'm not sure about that, but I did see some, some pictures. Um, Hershey Park is welcoming back guests on July 3rd with preview days 
for season ticket holders on July 1st. All parts of their park are reopening. So they have a new coaster, the Can- uh, Candy Morium. Uh, the zoo will be opened, and their water park is going to be opened. And they actually have a new entrance into Hershey's Chocolate Town. Where? Uh, right right at the entrance of the park. Really? Yep. It's, huh. it's a whole new upgrade. These upgrades were supposed to be debuted in the spring, but obviously that didn't, didn't happen, happen. So they're doing it now. Yeah, so Hershey Park uh, will be opened on July 3rd to the public. Is uh, that coaster also that you met? Is it Candemonium? What's the name of it? Oh, yeah, Candemonium, yes. Uh, so what was... Candemonium. We were, we were reporting about that. What It's, it's uh, the, the tallest, fastest coaster that they've ever had. Is, oh, that, yeah. is that the deal? Yep, and it, yeah. and it spans um, right across that, that new entrance. So it's, it's right there, right cool. when you walk in. Yeah. There's a new entrance? Yeah. They, they, I just said they, they... I'm sorry. I was reading some no, text okay. messages. Yeah, so they, they wanted to debut this in the spring. They redid the entire entrance of the park. Huh. And they were supposed to debut it this spring. Obviously, that didn't happen. So okay. it's sort of like a mini oh, debut now. I like, the, I like the way they have this laid out. We're this, looking so at a had, rendering of it right yeah. now. So it's, it's a... Um, it was a weirder way into the park. It was a little more um, constricting, and this is a wider. Um, yeah, so like they've redone opening. the restaurants. You'll be able to eat outside, mm. like right when you walk in there. There's, you know, obviously more candy shops, of course. I love that place. Yeah, and, and then this sweetest big, place on earth. Yeah. This Mother big co- coaster, right, uh, right at the entrance. <laughs> I should say that. Yeah. Uh, so what else is opening? Uh, Legoland is opening on Sunday. Uh, the attraction introduced enhanced cleaning measures throughout the day and before each playtime. So, again, you'll have to schedule your tickets here. Plymouth uh, they, meeting? Yep, in Plymouth okay. meeting. They said they'll sanitize the attractions, including high-frequency touch points, play areas, and the actual Lego bricks. Is that worth a damn? I, 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 oh, yeah, I it's mean, so cute. They, it's always they, a home run for kids, right? They actually have a great play area there that the kids love to yeah. go on. Yeah, it's like a big ship. Be ready to spend some money, though. Yeah. 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 It's not cheap to go I just on. have to. I have to just pretend I'm with the kids so I can yeah. go buy stuff. Uh, hey, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, they, they make you pay. Oh, so speaking yeah. of... I, like, I, I'm like, I, I have to pay to go in there where my children are to do yeah. the playing. You make $30. I remember when you went and you were like, it cost me this much for three of us. Oh, uh-huh. listen, that's how I felt when, when my kids were really little going to amusement parks, like Wonderland Pier down in Ocean City. And, <laughs> you know, like you are... I have to pay tickets. To sit on this stupid ladybug ride just to make sure that my child doesn't fall out. <laughs> You're going to charge me three tickets for this? Uh-huh. That's that's ridiculous. You're going into the park. I mean, no. <sighs> when you go into the uh, the safari, Great Adventure, it's by person, not by car load. Oh, wow. So they count the people in your car? Yeah, so it's not cheap to do that either. Okay. Do All they right. check trunks? Uh, no, no, <laughs> and that's where they keep the monkeys. Yeah. Uh, Diggerland reopens on July. Diggerland <laughs> open someday. Someday you, we'll get there. And you know, with all of these uh, places that are opening, Sesame right here in Langhorn, according to their website, Sesame remains closed with no date listed for reopening. So, okay. that I don't know about. That's weird. You'd figure they'd be able to open like yeah. the other places. Well, they may just they, they might just be being really cautious, right? Man, yeah, know? and that's the thing. Like, uh, there are some places that are just choosing themselves to remain closed mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. yeah. Hey, so when you talk about uh, like sanitizing and all that stuff, have we talked about this? I don't even know, you know, what the how this works, but uh, there's like a sanitizing fog. Are you guys familiar with? this? Oh yeah, my gym is doing it. Okay. Yeah. It, they it, go in with like a big machine and it, it fogs. And didn't they do our studio? Yeah, That's they've used they the same thing studio. in the studio. Okay. They did it, it with it's a fog. The, the great thing, ab- the great thing about the coronavirus. No, one of the things <laughs> that is, it's, 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 it can be quickly killed in that, in that fogging mist, in that disinfectant fogging mist. Hmm. 
So that's why they do it. They do it at gyms, and it's 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 a weird device. It kind of looks like a uh, like a portable fo- like a fog machine you use at a rock concert. Well, it also seems like you know it's a quicker way to do it. You know, you can just go in, kind of zap it, fog it all down. And... I always keep run one running in my car while I'm driving. Uh, <laughs> it's just, uh, I mean, you know, it makes it a little difficult to see, but I, I feel good about it. Yeah, I don't know how those things work. I don't know how yeah. you, if you have to do it and let it settle for a while or this what, is like what uh, the, story is. the old mosquito trucks, like back in the day. You guys remember where they used to spray yeah. down the streets of mosquitoes. It was just trucks. a couple of years ago, case yeah. they were just come down and spray for the West Nile virus. Yeah. Oh, like, oh great, chemicals in the air. <laughs> those are the good old the neighborhood. Remember when you now you look back fondly on the West Nile virus. Yeah. Well, I, I guess it was Antez who used to t- tell me they used to just the kids would. Follow them because it smelled so good. They liked the way it, the, the chemicals. They would just. Whee! The guy in my uh, neighborhood used to give us cones <laughs> yeah. so we could lick it. Yeah, uh, uh, I did. It actually did smell sort of pleasant. I'm sure it wasn't the kind of thing you should be inhaling all the time. Uh, Nick pulled up. There's uh, drive-in theaters are um, are opening up as yeah. well. So there there are a few. There were some calls coming in saying that as well. Uh, so you have to check the uh, the local drive-ins and find out what their restrictions are. What's the the one in? Is it Mahoning? Yeah, that's the one I pulled up. Mahoning Drive-in. It's uh, MahoningDIT.com, and uh, they, they are open. They do uh, they do film festivals. They did I think a zombie one last weekend that was Re-animator? really cool. Yeah, did? the reanimator and a couple wow. others. Okay. There's also one in Jersey, the Delcy drive-in. Okay. Yeah. How many drive-ins are there in the area now? And I know there's what basically pop-up drive-ins. There's one near uh, in Lehigh Valley that we go to, and it's Shankweiler. Yeah, that's it. Yep. yep. What's that's the name? One. Shankweiler. Okay. Oh, Steve. Uh, believe the name of it. Delcy's got Jaws, Jurassic Park, Followed, and Infamous. I don't know the other <laughs> two. Wow. But, but you could go see a, a quadruple feature. Uh, on the on the twenty four. Oh, shoot, that's wait. Last they're week. doing four of them in one shot. <laughs> but this last week, week you could go see all four <laughs> of them. <laughs> we, the ones coming up: Zootopia, Avengers, My Spy. I love with, Zootopia. Well, there you go, cat. And, and Knives Out. And Knives Out. Okay. And they're going to do a Garth Brooks concert uh, three days ago. All right, that, Ooh, that can't all, stay home. They that can't week. do four movies in one day. It doesn't even get dark till freaking nine o'clock right now. You stay the next morning. Four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I actually did a triple feature at a uh, drive-in one time. And, really? Uh, yeah, and it was fun. It was all it was all junk movies. The longest uh, time I spent in the theater was for a thing called Go Ape for a Day, where they showed all the Planet of the Apes. How movies. many? <laughs> Planet of the Apes. Um, uh, Escape from Planet of the Apes, uh, Conquest of the Planet of the Apes, bat- and Battle for the Planet of the Apes. Okay. Right? Uh, beneath the Planet of the Apes. Planet of the Apes, Beneath the Planet of the Apes, Escape from Planet of the Planet of the Apes, Conquest of the Pla- Planet of the Apes, Battle for the Planet of the Apes. Fine. Revenge of the Apes, Apes in Paradise. Yes. Right. Hey, on Friday at Delcy, they're going to do Ghostbusters. 1984's Ghostbusters. Okay. So they got com- some cool stuff coming up. I'm wondering if people are hanging on to, like, they have an idea of something to do and they're just not telling anybody. I think a lot of people they are doing want, that. want people to know to take the idea, oh, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. 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 yeah, and then make it crowded. Like, yeah. we made a pact on the show to not tell everyone about our super special space ride that we're going to take. Right. <laughs> it's going to be cool, though. I uh, feel it, like there was something that I wanted. That I was like, mm, I don't. I don't think I want to tell anybody about this one until I do. I it. can see that. I yeah. mean, honestly, I, if it's something you hope to go to and not be inundated, but I think we just listen. The Queen of Activities just gave us a whole roster of stuff to do. Oh, guess what? Uh, Delcy's got two screens, so one section is for kids and the other's for adults. So that's how they're able oh, to so do four they have porn stuff. Ah. No, 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 no,
Hey, no. somebody called in and asked if uh, you have to wear face masks on the rides. So, um, like, Six Flags, they don't mention face masks at all, but Hershey Park says on, um, like, specific rides, you'll I guess you'll have to wear okay. them. They, they're not, you know, uh, completely detailed in if you'll have to wear them on My the rides. My guess is on coasters and things where, where, where spit could come out of your mouth and go backwards. But do you know how many masks are going to fly off, especially the ones that just connect on yeah. the ears? Right. And that's going to be the next industry for these yes. parks, which <laughs> totally. is recycled masks. Masks yeah. available now at our mask store. Rochelle got me a mask. It's the the buff type, uh, Casey yes. and Steve. Uh, it's the bottom half of uh, Iron Man's mask. Oh, I love that. It's pretty cool. I, I just, do have to admit, I like it. Can I thank someone, Mercy? Do you have that that page? The uh, gentleman sent me a. Um, it. I talked about the Planet of the Apes. Yes, mask. <laughs> and uh, this guy's <laughs> name is Chuck Donaldson. He sent me the mask, and it is it is literally the bottom part of a chimp face. I want to see it. Yeah, I hear. Yes, I can. Dude. Oh, that's great. That's I love it. Awesome. I think I it's on our social media if you want to see it. But uh, yeah, I love stuff like that. Hang on a second here. Anonymous caller on the line has a comment. Hi, you're on the air, Anonymous caller. Hey, well, I got my life jerket and my son Blurk in Lake Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> Lake Michigan. <laughs> Lake Michigan is Thank wonderful you, this time of year. Son but Blurk. he's right to wear your life jerket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was a day I was having. Uh, what's up, man? Hey, I just wanted to weigh in on the safari because a lot of people realize, like, now, obviously, you can't ride in the safari vehicles, so you get to go through with your cars, and the monkeys are not able to climb on your cars like they used to. Everybody's freaking out, like, oh, cool, the monkeys can climb on the cars again. Not the case. you got to wait in line, and it takes hours to get through it. Like you said, I live two miles from that place. It's an absolute disaster. So, okay. so, are, but our people are going through it. Now, now, what do they, how do they keep the monkeys off your car? Do they have snipers? Mm-hmm. All of them are in, well, yeah, man, we, when we were little, they were allowed to climb in your car. We used to feed them french fries out of the sunroof in the minivan. Yeah. Oh, and so they have, the, they have the monkeys are, are now uh, sequestered, basically. Uh, are, are they yeah. behind, like, in a cage? Or, yeah, and, they're kind of like they're kind of in an open area, but it's like a case like around your car. Like you can't crawl on your vehicles and rip your wipers off because, as Preston stated, it is kind of hard to get your wipers put back on if you don't know what you're doing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. By the way, Steve, the snipers just shoot at their feet. They don't, okay. they don't actually take them out, <laughs> yeah. so they scare them back. Yeah, the monkey hopping onto a Prius. <laughs> uh, so it takes a while. You're saying to go through? Yeah, and it backs up onto like the major highways and stuff, and it's just a really big mess. So. Okay. You know, try and call ahead because I know people from far away come out through Great Adventure. It's been that way my whole life. Yeah. So just, you know, just uh, prepare because you could spend literally your entire day just so waiting. That's okay. sage advice. But if you've been chomping at the bit, as so many people have been, to get out and experience something and have some fun, you know, and make, plan on that. Have games to play or whatever. But, yeah, that I, I, I've always loved doing that. You know, drive through the. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. that hey. was. But the monkeys were a really good part I when know. they, they were. like destroy the outside of the car and pull the things off. Hey, side note, because you live in that area, is there a White Castle near you? Uh, there's one on Route 9, and it's always open, and the line is never long. Okay, cool. Good to know. Thank you. This just in. White <laughs> Castle located near Great Adventure. We go now to Jimmy Kluszewski. Jim, is there, in fact, a White Castle? <laughs> yes, there is, and they serve square burgers. Thank you, Jim. Does that help inform your uh, decision to go there? No, it does not. <laughs> Just I just to want to get to a, a White Castle, and uh, sometimes you can't necessarily trust uh, your map feature on your on your or phone. Or WhiteCastleFinder.com. 
Zerowifecastlefinder.com? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. There <laughs> probably is. Yeah. I would imagine White Castle has a, a website that will tell you where their locations are, so you could do that, too. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, anyhow... Uh, uh, a, lot, a lot of the places are doing touchless temperature screenings um, prior to walking into some so, of these theme parks. Okay, uh, yeah. I had one done last night, and it just—they hold it uh, a few, you know, a few inches from your head, and yep. then if you're good Whoop. to go, you walk in. If not, they'll turn you around. D- where did you go for this? Oh, what you can't tell? I can tell. <laughs> what? Someone's brows are rocking. <laughs> you know what? I was gonna say something. I, I actually, can't believe you guys have not said anything. I yet. knew it. I just didn't <laughs> notice your brows, Kath. I was kind of distracted by them, to be honest. I thought you were talking. Angry. Very. Well, and so, sure enough. I thought I you gonna, looked really angry. I was going to ask if you went to see the king. No, I didn't. I didn't wow. go see the king. She is angry. Uh, uh, I am angry. F the king. Did you go to? Ashley? I went to Ashley. Yes. Ashley, these look awesome. Yeah. I did. I yeah. went to Ashley. Right. I have no eyebrows, and I'd gladly sit there and let Ashley work on me. Oh, you. I Ashley the... could give me a Wait. root canal yeah. with no. Yeah. And I'll sit there for it. I'm posting. I, I'm going to post a picture so everyone can see who did my eyebrows yesterday. I walked in, and even I was like. God, you look so good. Yeah. <laughs> you uh, had to see what she was wearing. Ashley Gallo is one of our uh, calendar girls. Like the lowest cut uh, pink snakeskin shirt. Like, And she's doing my eyebrows. So I'm looking yeah, yeah. directly at her boobs for like a good hour. <laughs> <laughs> she is. She looks like, like as Preston rightly pointed out, like a Marvel heroine. She has the dimensions yeah. of, a, of, a, of a, a female superhero from the... the the, the golden age of the uh, Marvel Super. Well, I say uh, F the King and uh, stick with Ashley. I yeah. think I'm going to. Yeah. Uh, okay. And by the way, she's AMG Beauty Bar, and she's in, um, I think it's West Narton or Jeffersonville, but she uh, just reopened. So, Which is okay. great because, again, she had to be closed down as well, and that's her yeah. that's her dream business that she put together. Yeah, and you know what? I mean, I was there for a while, um, as you can see in my eyebrows. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they so, they're totally on fleek. <laughs> no, and she's... Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> By the way, this will this will lessen. I just right. didn't wash oh, them yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I have to mention her next door neighbor there. Next to her shop is Creeble's Bakery. Yeah. And, uh, and Colleen is the one who's done, like, for our mass wedding at the Camp Opera Hunger, she did the cake and, and for our baby reveal and all that stuff. Yeah, she general. told me that you were in there, and I guess she saw you one day walking yeah. out, I guess, a while ago. And yes. Yeah, and so she... Uh, she called your name, but um, an hour though, Kev, an hour to get your eyebrows Casey, done. And, and, well, okay, so I was the last appointment. We were chatting. It was a little bit longer, probably, than it normally should be. But yeah, okay. I was there. I was there for a good hour. But I'm going to put a picture of Ashley up, Please. Okay. so you can see what she was wearing. <laughs> hey, there's an activity for you right there. Yeah, Go get your eyebrows done. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Even if you have no head, go there. Uh, anything else that we're adding to this list of Corona activities? That's a pretty comprehensive that's, list. That's pretty good. I, I, I like that. I, the, the thing is, seek stuff. You, you'll be surprised at what might be open. Get and outside. Just, and, and be smart about it. We yeah. Have, we yeah. have zero, you know, Fourth of July plans. Like, none. We haven't even talked about it at that How about house. the Boulder Field? You ever been there? We, uh, Kathy and I were just talking about it a little the earlier. Which one? Field. The one up in um, uh, near Hickory Run. In uh, So, it, like, on the way to Jack Frost. Oh, yeah. You hang a left instead of a right? Because uh, yeah, there's, there's one that way. You got to kind of wind around back underneath at the, the uh, northeast extension. But it's uh, Kathy went to Ringing Rocks not that long ago, which is really cool, and uh, posted a, a picture up on her Instagram account. And <laughs> I can't stop looking any... at your eyebrow. <laughs> I know. I, know. I, just, I went... Jesus, like two hours without noticing them, and now you look like Bert. I noticed immediately, but I... Uh... How could you not? Um, but sometimes people don't want to blurt that out, so I figured, yeah. Listen, with us, really, yeah. it's okay. Yeah.
Let me go back to the the ringing rocks uh, or the boulders, which ties in with uh, Ashley boulders. Yeah. Anyway, um, did you see any of the like uh, um, spiders or snakes that live in those things? I did not catch. You know that no, but like, afterwards. I, I went and I was completely fine with it. You know, uh, I went with my friend and and we had some kids with us, and so yeah, you know, we were making sure everybody was okay. They didn't break an ankle. We brought the hammers. We were banging on the rocks. We walked down to the little waterfall and then got home, looked at the pictures, and I was like. Oh my God! There were probably so many snakes in there. Yeah, like, like I thought about it afterwards, and thank God it Big was there. Big ass spiders too. Yeah. Are there's, there? Yeah. yeah, there's also a um, boulder field in like Hawk Mountain, right? Yeah, yeah. There's a field there. Oh. <laughs> I think Hawk Mountain's open. <laughs> and Steve, the uh... <laughs> there's a sound bite. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the one in Lidditz, the Wolf Sanctuary you were asking about earlier, uh, that looks like it, it's open as well. But I would oh. check. All right. Uh, all right. Very cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, I want right. to go see some damn wolves. I want to well, get out in nature. Find some, uh, you can find some things to do that will uh, entertain the family and keep everybody safe as well. And please uh, wear your mask and uh, keep in mind that's for other people. And, it, and it, listen, if it helps keep the businesses open and keeps people Hell safe yes. and it keeps people confident, yep. that's it. Because, again, these businesses have been waiting to open up. Let's not have a backward slide. And cover your nose with it, too. I see a lot of that going on. <laughs> All right, let's take a break and come back in a second because Bizarre File Stories aplenty when we return on the Preston and Steve Show. What's new? Why do you ask? Godsmack. Billy Joe Armstrong. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WNMR. All right, we shall do the Bizarre File right now. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre File. All right, B-File this morning, brought to you by HERS, the official chip taking your summer to the next level. And when it comes to snacking this summer, keep it Philly, Philly, and make it HERS. HERS forever good. All right, we're we're coming out swinging. Here. All you right, ready for this? let her rip, let's go. A Chinese boy has had a five-foot-long cable cord removed from his bladder by surgeons... After the metal wire was stuck inside his body for about five years. Jeez. The 10-year-old boy named Dudu. Well, there you go. Had inserted the metal wire into his penis no. out of boredom. Oh, my God. All the way in according, into his penis. According to the child's father. They don't have video games. That's what Dudu did. Dudu done did that. Uh, the incident came to light when the youngster was rushed to the hospital after he started peeing blood. It's, oh, my God. It had been in there for five years. Five years. Oh, my God. The boy is said to have recovered after undergoing an emergency operation, removed the power cable at a children's hospital in Nanchang. They said the kid always appeared wired. Oh! <laughs> Dudu's parents recently took their son to seek medical attention after God. the boy found blood in his urine and had difficulties peeing. The child underwent an emergency surgery after the doctors spotted a foreign object inside Dudu's bladder on an X-ray scan. Uh, footage shows a medic pulling out the cable cord from the youngster's bladder after surgically opening up the youngster's belly. How bored do you have to be to do that? 
Uh, Dr. Raul, a urologist who led the operation, said, We've removed a lot of foreign objects, but we've never seen cases like this before. We're very, very shocked, just unimaginable. After the operation, Dudu confessed to his parents that he had inserted the metal cord uh, about five years ago out of uh, boredom. So, uh, this is Dudu Brown, by the way. That's the, the song. <laughs> Uh, Dudu's father said that it was around uh, 2015 or 2016 when he put it in. Uh, the kid said that he was bored and he put it in there himself. I'm sorry, bored is not an excuse for that. That's that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the... Oh, it just makes you cross your legs. Yeah. Do, do. The... You're all over the place. I know. Doo doo feces. I know. Is the one I, I was that's what for. I thought it was. Okay. All right. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I keep writing down stuff for sound doo-doo effects. Doo doo feces. Of course. <laughs> we yeah. got doo doo brown. We got the doo doo. But listen, I wasn't able to so write it all. There was doo doo feces thrown yeah! all over the walls. He got it. Pay dirt. Uh, the parent added, but he never told us about it. Uh, we had absolutely no idea. Now, Dr. Rao said that similar cases are not unheard of. He said we see about 20 to 30 cases like this every year among children aged 4 to 10. Are you kidding me? Not five-foot-long cables, yes. but they're putting stuff up in there. Uh, is that not painful? It's got it's to got be to painful. Be. I mean, I've had a catheter once in my life, and it, it wasn't painful. I was I was out, but yeah. the notion of doing that while I was awake to myself? Yes. No. Agreed. Mm. All right, undergoing surgery or cosmetic procedures of any kind can come with a number of risks, but you ex- end up, uh, but ending up with a square head probably isn't one that you would expect. Unfortunately, a young woman claimed she experienced this very thing after getting her face done, that's what she said, uh, and was left with temporary swelling and bruising resulting in a square face. She looked like SpongeBob? Uh, not quite like SpongeBob, and uh, actually the the... Uh, the tweets and so forth responding said she looked like Lord Farquaad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which she does. Really? Oh, man, yes. that's unfortunate. Uh, she said that uh, Sophia Marquin is her name. A 19-year-old from Australia shared a clip on TikTok revealing her new look after undergoing a what's called a Kybella treatment. The procedure, which is a non-surgical injection technique used to reduce excess fat beneath the chin, left her face extremely swollen and puffy, resulting in her unusual and her usually pointy chin appeared to be completely square. And they say it's guaranteed to make you look like your favorite Shrek character. In the clip, she said, yep, so just got some lovely needles into my face. My family has absolutely no idea what I've just done, and I'm about to get the reaction. Jeez. Up first was her dad, who gasped at the sight of his daughter in disbelief. Oh, my goodness, he said, with his mouth, uh, oh, hand over his mouth. And his wife uh, pretty much exact uh, reacted the same way. Her sister walked in and reacted in possibly the best way. After seeing her face, she ran through the house in fits of laughter before dropping on the floor in shock. That's what a sister's supposed to do. And her best friend, however, this is the way I think this is the be- <laughs> best friend's reaction. She approached her front door. Sophia's family at, at the home proceeded with caution, admitted that she was scared of her by her new look. Uh, she So it's, it's, it's a pretty austere... Yeah, Nick's got a picture of it on the monitor over there if you want to see her. So it's ranked up about 3.6 million views so oh, far. Yeah. I will say her eyebrows look pretty good, Kathy. <laughs> they do? Yep. I was actually looking at them. Uh, many others expressed their confusion as well. Uh, some not only said it was Lord Farquaad, but that she looked like Buzz Lightyear as well. <laughs> oh, is that a desirable look for most young women? Uh, the Kybella is an FDA-approved treatment, and some common side uh. effects include pain, swelling, bruising, redness, and numbness. Uh, she has yet to show a final reveal as swelling still persists. So oh, my. We'll see how that turns out. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, let's see here. Walkers are relieving themselves on the grounds of Queen Elizabeth's Scottish residence. And by relieving them themselves, I mean they're taking dumps, dumps? on the royal Queen land. Elizabeth? That is correct. What's all this crap here? Employees at Balmoral Castle, which I'm... the Queen frequently visits for holidays throughout the year, have complained about wet wipes being left on the estate. Oh, my God. And urged people not to use the spot as an outdoor toilet. What a lovely day for us. For stroll. <laughs> what is that smell? Most public facilities Poopy! are closed in the United Kingdom due to the country's lockdown, but people are allowed to exercise and socialize outside, Yeah, leading many to seek quiet public places if nature calls during a day out. But you crap there? The staff at Balmoral wrote, Dis- disappointed to see so many wipes discarded on the estate today, not next to paths and monuments. Please remember, there are no public toilets open for miles around uh, at the moment. Part of the problem is that we are seeing a lot of non-biodegradable wipes being discarded in the countryside. Uh, they also wrote, uh, as people are choosing to relieve themselves right next to busy paths or monuments, rather than move a little bit further away to avoid contamination. But the castle acknowledges that people may need to relieve themselves while walking around the royal estate. And they said, if you need to pee, please do so at least 30 meters from locks or streams. Wait, you got to know the metric system as well. If you need to defecate, do so as far away as possible from buildings, paths, watercourses, and farm animals. Bury feces in a shallow hole and replace the turf. They actually wrote this. Uh, that's what it's come to. And uh, you can, don't you dare crap near an animal. Hot weather in recent days has uh, prompted many Britons to visit beaches, parks, and patches of countryside around the country. Wow. Uh, the Queen and members of the family spend several weeks each year at 50,000-acre estate in the Scottish Highlands. Uh, she has spent most of Britain's lockdown in another royal estate at Windsor near London. It's a beautiful, as you would well imagine, uh, estate. It's it's amazing. So the, the notion of taking a dump at the uh, location is... It's kind of horrifying. One last story, and I'm going to run out of music here, but I want to put this in anyway. A suspected drunk driver smashed his vehicle into a Chevron gas station in Seabeck, Washington, on Sunday morning and then drove away from the scene. But he did make it to Sesame Street, (laughs) where he abandoned his damaged SUV and ran off into the woods. Uh, Police dog uh, Heiko was brought into the scene and tracked down the suspect in the woods, and it didn't take long just off of Sesame Street. Deputies learned that it was the driver's fifth DUI within 10 years and booked into the county jail for investigation. Down on Sesame Street. Of multiple charges, including felony DUI. Yes, it all happened on Sesame Street. And there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file this morning. Uh, let's take a break. Come back in a second. See what else we can get into on this morning that we share together on the Preston and Steve Show. We'll be right back. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app. If you're looking to celebrate someone, simply say I love you or honor mom. Steven Singer has safe and free shipping in time for Mother's Day. I hate Steven Singer.com. As we ease back into life bit by bit, Acme wants to help you reconnect bite by bite. When doors start to open, when parks are filling with laughter again, and you can reconnect with family and friends over food, Acme will be there with you every step of the way. For birthdays and barbecues, parties and picnics, and of course, down the shore. 
Celebrate life together with Acme, your favorite local supermarket and the official supermarket of MMR's Preston and Steve Show. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, real quick shout out. This is from Frank Buck. Frank Buck, that's a cool name. Frank says, uh, please need a shout out to my daughter, Ann Gorski, on June 30th. That's today. Oh, man. Uh, for her birthday. We both have uh, been to Keenan's every year on the Friday before Memorial Day since you started. Love you guys. So could we give a short birthday? There you go. So happy birthday to you. Sorry that uh, we didn't get a chance to do it this year, but that means we'll just have to do it twice as hard next year. I don't know if we'd survive that. I don't know if we could either. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. It's borderline lethal every time we do it. Uh, as we are heading into a holiday weekend, I'm sure if you can be outside, some music will be a part of the equation if you're, you know, hanging with the family or whatever you may be doing. Um, and I saw this list. The readers of Classic Rock Magazine have voted for the 100 greatest songs. I'm a fan of lists like these. I don't ever agree with lists like these, but they're kind of fun to take a look at. Uh, it's the whole purpose. Music. Get a conversation going. Yeah, because for the most part, I agree. I seldom agree with these lists. Yeah, but, uh, you know, they, so since the title is Classic Rock Magazine, you can tell that the... The songs are going to be of an older nature. So if you say we've got tonight is number one. I'm going to die. <laughs> I can, I'm going to die. Damn. I'm sorry to disappoint uh, you, Nick, <laughs> Steve. No, you're not going to get it. Um, so they have the they have their top 25 in this particular segment of the article that I have. So I, th- I thought it might be kind of fun to go through. All right, yeah, and uh, see what you guys think. Might be number one. What's number one? All the way to the list on the list for the morning show. Uh, so I'll, I'll start to I'll start to just rattle these off. We don't have to spend a lot of time with each and every one of them because there are a lot. But number 25 is Born to Run. Yeah. Uh, number 24 is More Than a Feeling from Boston. I love Boston. Me too. Yeah. Always. It's a guilty pleasure. Absolutely. Boston has gotten beat up, beaten up over the years, but you can't help but sing along when you hear the songs from that Ooh, They've gotten so beaten up. Had they been named Little Rock, I wonder. Right? Have they been named Little Rock? If there's another city oh, name. smaller than I think there's, Boston. there's an actual, an, an honest aggression towards Boston. Maybe. I don't know. But, yeah, you can't you can't deny the, the lure of this song. It's a great tune. It's a great single. Tom Schultz, is that his name? Yeah, he's a yes. guitarist and head honcho in the band. Uh, and the lead singer was Brad Delp, who killed himself several yeah, years ago, unfortunately. Um, then he had uh, Don't Fear the Reaper from Blue Oyster Cult. Great wow. song. Okay. It's also in one of the greatest horror movies ever made, uh, Halloween. Uh, yes, and it's also featured prominently in The Stand as well, That's at least right. in, in the book, in the, in the novel. Um, so here's one from Rainbow, and I, why do I not know this song? Stargazer from Rainbow? I'm not familiar. Huh. Stargazer. And that beats out more than a feeling and a bunch of these others. Do we even have that no. in the system? No, we don't even have what? that in the system. You're kidding me. I don't know that song. Okay. Then we'll just take it on that. We'll, we'll see if we can find it. Number 21 is Whole Lot of Rosie from ACDC. It's about Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah. Uh, it's wow. Great. Whole yeah. Lot of Rosie. Unbelievable. <laughs> I. Okay. No. No. You have to take me to well, tomorrow because I have a sale. I'm trying to reserve judgment on any of these songs because I'm uh, I don't know if there are other songs by the same band in elsewhere on the list. That's I'm, right. I, you know what? I'm looking on the list here, Nick, and I only see one other one from ACDC making its way up to number one. Uh, but I, I, I do, what I don't see is. Um, uh, Back in Black right. or Shook Me All Night Long. Well, those are far more classic. I would think so, right? 
Okay. It's a stupid list. <laughs> Let's keep moving. <laughs> We're out. Uh, number 20 is Day in the Life from the Beatles. Okay. Yeah. Um, a great song. Masterpiece. Yeah. Number 19 is War Pigs from Black Sabbath. Yeah. Wait, can, I'm sorry. Can we go back to the Beatles real quick? Because um, I was listening to the uh, to Abbey Road not that long ago, and the last, the, the medley yes. uh, on the second side, on side B, um, is that... I know it's divided up into a bunch of different songs on the record, but would you consider that one song? I would. I do. Okay. Um, but technically, I guess it wouldn't be. It's like four or five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's I consider it one song. Me and too. It, All right. And if yeah. they've ever played just a part of it, there have been times Throws throughout Radio Airplay where like, mm. what? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I used to, I, I disliked about um, when, when CD changers, when CDs were a fairly new yeah. Yeah. Uh, technology, and when you would have CD changers... And a song like that, or songs that that bleed in together, although they're technically separate tracks, it would skip over the second one, and I'm like, and, and move to something Son else. Of a bitch. And mm-hmm. sometimes it'll it'll even happen on on digital uh, playlists. Yeah, it yeah. happens uh, all the time. And I I'm can't like, oh. stand that. How how do you find a version where it's like these two songs will be played together every single time? There's cool. a Joe Jackson album that was recorded live in front of an uh, an audience, and it was done. But the whole deal is the audience didn't applaud; they just performed it for them. They got the acoustics right, and it goes from one song right into the other. And that's the way I like to hear it on a CD, though. It it stops and 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 if you get it as an MP3 or whatever sort of audio file, it does the separation. You can't listen to it straight through the way it was meant to be heard. So the Amazon Echo, which I have at yeah. home, sometimes I'll pick an artist to put on and and you know just shuffle and whatever, just go through a bunch of songs. And when I ask for the Beatles, if they play Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, it'll go you know Billy Sheen, bling de bling de bling, and then go to the next song. It won't go into a little yeah. help from my friends. Right. You can't do that to me. You can't. That's part of the freaking song. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and I think Apple needs to do a better job of, like, just even giving you that option as, you know, the, the owner of the music or, or to whatever. To stitch it together, to so To stitch it speak. together, yeah. yes. You know who will never do that to you? Who? WMM. That's right. No, we won't. Never. Jack. Never. Yeah, Jack. <laughs> this is America, Jack. Jack. All right, so uh, Day in the Life's number 20, War Pigs number 19. Uh, number 18 is The Boys Are Back in Town from Thin Lizzy. I love that song. Uh, I love its cheesiness. I love the yeah. whole concept of, you know, we fell about the place and mm-hmm. this dumb story that they were laying. Got up and she slapped Johnny's face. Uh, however, I, I don't think it's better than More Than a Feeling or no, it A is Day not. in the Life. It's but stupid. List, stupid list. But it gives us something to fight about. Yeah, that's what really what it's everything. Yes, isn't that what we want in life? We want fight about and stress because everything else is so peaceful and calm in our world. Number seventeen is we will rock you. Seventeen. Oh my God, we have number seventeen. We have number seventeen. That's that's when did we get that? I have no idea. Number seventeen. Can I ask you a question? Do we have them all the way down to number one? We do not. Is, oh, okay. <laughs> we got a 17, a 10, a 6, and a 4. Yeah, we just have That's random great. numbers It's like playing reason. craps. Yeah. I think Marissa found out it was because those are the only ones that they would do it for. We don't have a countdown. We have lottery number selection. No, come on. Yeah, something. Uh, something Casey like had to have had every number if he Absolutely. were to it. That's uh, right. I remember saying every number at some point in time. Yeah. All right. So at number one million one hundred seventy-six thousand four hundred twenty-two. Yeah. Uh, number sixteen is Layla. That one back in the day in the radio station I grew up listening to when they would do like the Memorial Day Rock and Roll Five Hundred. The countdown. It was either going to be Layla mm-hmm. 
or uh, Stairway to Heaven. Always. And always. Sometimes there was one other one. Freebird. Freebird. That's it. Those are the three. Those are the three. Absolutely. This song to me is better than Freebird. It's better than Stairway to Heaven. Okay. Yeah. It's, you know, my only person. I understand. This is stupid. (laughs) Uh, Written about who was. George Harrison's wife at the time. Patty Boyd, right? Patty Boyd, and it was uh, written about her by uh, Eric Clapton, and he ended up marrying her. And they remain best of friends. Absolutely. How do you work that one? All through their lives. We can learn a lot from that. I don't know what, but we can learn a lot. Layla is number 16. Uh, number 15, All Along the Watchtower from uh, Jimi Hendrix. Great song. It is. Better than the original. <laughs> one of those rare occasions yeah, where yeah. The, the cover was better than the original. And I, I can't miss you, Benny. I agree. Even he liked it He's better. He's got my bum. Uh, so. Ging, 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 ging. That part, I like it. Everybody sing along. Sing along. Ging, 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 ging. Uh, Classic Rock Magazine. The, the readers have uh, posted the top rock songs of all time. Okay, so number 14 is Gimme Shelter from Rolling Stones. Yeah. Great song. That is a great tune. Uh, and that's the one, you know, I... I, I I kind of dismiss the Stones not as I don't like the Stones. You just think they're useless and unnecessary. I'm not saying that at all. <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm saying they're a great band, but I don't hold them in highest regard as, say, Jackie Bam Bam or Pierre does as the greatest rock band of all time. But the moment that I start to listen to music, I'm like, yeah, mm. amazing. You appreciate them. Yes. And that's the way I feel. So seeing them in concert, as I did you know, recently when they were at the uh, the Link, um, again, it's what I wanted to see. I don't ever really put on Stones music, but when I hear it, I always get into it. Uh, so that's number 14. Number 13 is Shine On You Crazy Diamond from Pink Floyd. It's an interesting oh, choice because that's um, it's a good song. Uh, it's just not one that I would put. There's so many more Pink Floyd songs I'd pop into the top. There is another one coming up. All right. So if I've, it's money, I'm going to kill myself. No, it's right. not. But it's it's the one I was thinking of, and I was like, oh yeah, sure enough, it's there. Um, are we playing a little bit of Shine on Your Crazy Diamond? Yeah, it's there. Let's just play the whole thing. Why not? It's only 13 minutes and 27. <laughs> play the seconds whole uh, animals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Then you have uh, Sweet Child of Mine from yeah, Guns N' Roses. It is a great tune. It's a uh, great hook, great everything. And the thing about it is it can be a hard rock tune, but it can also be a tender, uh, beautiful song. It can also be a song that you sing with your family in your RV as you're traveling over that's, to see your stepbrother. That's great. <laughs> that is a great scene. It's unbelievably it's good. It's the best. <laughs> when she starts singing and he's just berating her the whole time. Come on. Uh, so this is number 12 in this list. Uh, number 11 is Whole Lot of Love from Led Zeppelin. Want a whole lot of love? This is a song where they go, Yeah. Uh, are we playing it? Oh, here it is. This is... You need cooling. Baby, I'm not fooling. Yep. So in Fast Times to Reach Run High, obviously they make a reference to a, uh, a Zeppelin side to listen to for romance. If you were to put on a Zeppelin song for sex, what would you put on? Cashmere. Yeah, that's yeah. what I would too. Yeah, it's got the right uh, tempo to it. Yeah. Uh, you throw your back out with anything else. So a whole lot of love is uh, number 11 on this list. Number 10 is... Number 10. At number 10. I forgot we had that. Mm-hmm. Uh, won't get fooled again from the who. Yeah. This is a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. And uh, used very well in uh, CSI, kind of actually. Not that it ever really waned in its popularity, but may have turned on to some fans who weren't familiar Perhaps with Perhaps he should have been wearing a life jerk it. 
right? Sure. Yep. <laughs> uh, Won't Get Fooled Again is number 10 on this list. So now we're in the top 10. Number 9 is Highway to Hell from ACDC. And uh, so that beats out Whole Lotta Rosie, which was 21, the only other ACDC song. You're going to take me to Super Bowl tomorrow because I have a sale. I recommend if you're learning to play the drums and you eventually get to a level where I'm like, okay, I'm going to play to a song now. This is the song you want to play to. It is quite possibly the easiest rock song to play on the drums. Weren't you going to teach Kathy how to play this? I could teach Kathy really? to play this song note for note, no problem. Really? Yes. And I wanted to do it for Camp Out for Hunger oh, yeah, so I that you could that. play on stage. We could still do it. Okay. All right, so eventually we'll get around to doing that. All right, so Back in Black is not in the top 20 here. No. Uh-uh. And so Whole lot of Rosie's better than Back in Black. That's what this... I disagree. Uh, that's according to the readers of Classic Rock magazine. Yeah, and Classic Rock has been, you know, sort of a definitive yeah. magazine. And uh, though I'm, I'm having issues here, man. Yeah. Uh, number eight, Tom Sawyer from Rush. Tom yes. Sawyer. I'm going with that. Tom Sawyer. I'm sorry, I mispronounced it. Uh, so I'm cool with that. Where my right. boys end up in the top ten, I'm very happy with that. I'm going to throw it out there. You don't have to bite, but I'm going to throw it out. Mm. Greatest Rush song of all time. Go! Velociraptor. <laughs> uh, well, he, you know what? It was Captain Dale, I think, who asked me uh, what my favorite Rush song was. And I, had to, I had to stop and think about it for a minute. And I think because of the journey that you take in the song and the musical journey and, and so forth and the length of it, I would have to go with Xanadu as my favorite Rush song. But for the public... This is the greatest Rush song there is, absolutely. All right, so Tom Sawyer's number eight. Uh, number seven, now we get into the iconic songs. Yeah. All right. Uh, Smoke on the Water oh. is uh, number seven. And considered the, the greatest or most recognizable guitar riff, riff of all time. Uh, and we had a special version that uh, Casey played. Yes. If you remember. <laughs> I don't know if you still have I that. I do. Well, give me a second. Casey, you have misspelled. You have misspelled smoke like five times, a million times. Smike, I'm so friggin' mad smoke. right now. Right now, it's a smock. Smock on the water. That's artist. how you pull these songs. You smock have to, on the water. You have to enter them into a search bar, and I saw smilk, <laughs> smock, smart smock. It was first. It was smike on the water because smike I and O are right next to each smike. other. <laughs> All right, so now we have smoke on the water. I'll find yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Richie Blackmore. Wrote a uh, an, an iconic guitar riff, and it still lives on to this go. day. All right. <laughs> that was a, 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 a an <laughs> air hose yeah. between your ass cheeks. More time, you guys. Now that's rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's number seven on the list. 
Uh, number six is hotel. Number six. Number six. <laughs> number six is Hotel California. Um, all right. Where so, do you consider that in the Eagles pantheon? Uh, the number one. You you do? Yeah, yeah. I I'm think not sure I do. Song. I was obsessed with this song in 1992, 93. Okay. I was obsessed with it. Sometimes this would end up as number one on the uh, on the classic rock countdown. You're it, right. Ahead of uh, the others, you know, the ones you mentioned, Stairway and Freebird. Yeah, these are all kind of interchangeable yeah. once we once we get up into this part. Uh, because number four on the list, Steve, is Cashmere from uh, Led Zeppelin. Oh, Great wow. song. Number four. Number four, it's Cashmere. And here's how that, here's how stupid this is. It says Cashmere Led Zeppelin 1985. It's a stupid list. That didn't come out in 1985. No. That was their last, well, their last album was, what was their last album? 1980, 79? Yeah. What was it, Nick? Yeah, 80, I believe. And, and uh, yeah, this came out in 75. Okay. Uh, you skipped oh, number list. five. Oh, I'm sorry. Number five is Freebird. Ah. Ah. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, these are the ones that, that you're always going to see in the top. So, Better it, version, do you prefer the live version or the studio version? I like the studio version, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, I just, I don't know. I heard it so much that that's the one that's a little bit nearer and dearer to me. But the the, the live one's great. What song is it y'all want to hear? Yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, we, we would like to hear Freebird, please. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was just saying that rhetorically. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> rhetorically is a tough word. What does that mean? <laughs> that word you used, what does that mean? <laughs> Get it. Move on. Play the song. <laughs> All right, then you had Cashmere and then Comfortably Numb from Pink Floyd. Yeah, I love this. This is three? This is number three. And written at the spectrum, right? Yep. That was the word, yeah, backstage. Uh, that it was uh, at least part of it. Want to see if there's anyone in the bathroom? Was written Is at there the. Anybody in there? <laughs> I really have to go. <laughs> I've been holding it in quite long. Uh, so yeah, it's a masterpiece. Uh, and it never fails. If you're driving along uh, and you let it all play out, it'll make you tear up. Yep. And then uh, number two is Stairway to Heaven, which many times ends up as uh, as number one. It's not my favorite Led Zeppelin song. No. Nope, and, and you know what? In fact, it's automatic tune out for me. Like yeah. the second I hear it, I'm like, God, I've heard this so much. And then one time I was like, okay, sit through it and, and listen to the whole thing again because it's been ages since you actually listened to the whole song. And it was outstanding when I stopped and just listened to it for a while. Live version or studio version? Uh, I like studio version, I guess, yeah. yeah. Does anybody remember laughter? That part yes, is. Yes, in... I remember laughter. <laughs> no, that was a me? rhetorical question. <laughs> that was a rhetorical question. Ah, hell with <laughs> I didn't really want an answer. Play the damn song. Yes, yes, you were asking. I, I do remember laughter. <laughs> I laughed in the parking lot as we were walking in. <laughs> what is with these people? You're just supposed to respond with... That's like, I'm just, hey, like, party! doesn't require a response. <laughs> when would you like us to party? <laughs> no, it's just... What, what happened? Oh, man! All right, and the main reason I brought this up is uh, the number one, which has um, gained a, a lot more popularity in the past few years uh, because of a certain movie that came out, Bohemian Rhapsody. Is this the 
is number one on this list from uh, Classic Rock Magazine of 100 Greatest Songs. So I'd put it up there. What? Which classic song? What I love about the MMR mix is that we're active rock, so all of this stuff gets its due, um, you know, uh, airtime with new stuff. Yes. Of of this cluster, which classic rock artist will you actively, besides Rush, put music on most often? Yeah. Uh, all right, let me look back at the list because lately I've been putting on things like Super Tramp and uh, Super Tramp. Re- recently the Doobie Brothers because we were talking yeah, about them. Yeah, yeah. And Elton John. Steely and Dan for me, I guess. Steely Dan is another one that I'll that I'll pull up a, a library from because my the son- who ends up quite often I'll I'll pop up that like like won't get fooled again and Bob O'Reilly Carter the other day we were we were getting ready to make dinner he's like Dad why don't you put on some music I'm like ooh okay and I'm just like let me think about it what haven't I put on well mm. and I so I put on Siberian Throat singing oh Van. Van Halen's a, a band that I that I went through with uh, recently. So, um, but you know what? I need to go back and spend some time with the Who. Looking at this list, uh, we're diving into their catalog. So much great. You know, it's worth Loads just putting on. Material. Just put on the soundtrack to the kids are all right. Yeah, that's a great collection. Um, who else on here? Sabbath. Mm. I do appreciate Sabbath. No, I do too. And, yeah. But but I like I like a song here and there. But to go down a path of just Sabbath songs, that's a bit that's a bit much. It gets a bit dark. I like uh, so it's funny because the same thing I will laud a particular artist for, I will criticize another art, which is right. why did you change the style? And then I also I love artists that do change their style and pull it off. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I guess it just depends on what they're able to achieve. Hey, do you want to hear that uh, rainbow song, Stargazer? I yeah. do. Marissa did send that over. So okay. I don't think any of us really knew what it was. It's like Tenacious D. It's always the same thing. It's totally out of that stuff. And the dragon of the night (laughs) across the flaming sky. Wait, here's some reverb. Let's hear some reverb (laughs) in that. A man weeps alone. His death is on nigh. Time to day the tillerman as he comes across the creek. (laughs) Stuff that just is is pasted together. It's really copy and paste. (laughs) Table of Table of contents. <laughs> uh, what is this? No, this is lame, Marissa. In a dark cave, the hungry man screams. The readers of Classic Rock Magazine have declared this They're rock... stupid. This rock song, the greatest song of the century so far. Okay, so in the 20s, the 20 aughts. Uh, it's only 80 more years. Well, this is dumb. The darkness, I believe, in a thing called love. Oh, they're dumb. That doesn't make any sense anyway, because that song, well, did that come out after 2000? Yeah, like 2004 or something. If you subscribe to this magazine, cancel your subscription. Here's the thing about that that Darkness song. It was, 
it was such a novelty. Yeah. It was meant to be a novelty. Yeah. Uh, and, that, and what and they, they were did... nice enough guys. I met them a couple of times, but I'm, I'm like, no, it's not. It ain't legit. So in my mind, I the think. Song? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Do you like that song? I, yes? I mean, yeah. Okay. I don't, if I'm going to listen to something like that, I'd rather listen to Steel Panther. <laughs> yeah. But okay. I think it's a good song, and I and it serves its purpose. But I think there are other. Other artists that have kind of parlayed that sound better. It's fine. Nah. Alright, it's a good song. I have a different list that I thought would be another fun music list that actually Casey uh, had brought me to speed on. And, you know, and sometimes there's there's gazillion lists on YouTube for whatever it may be. Movies, music, uh, sports, anything. Um, And a lot of them, I'll, some of them I'll go check out and I'll be like, yeah, I'll kind of dis- discount them right away. But this was an interesting category. Well, um, since we're in the list mode, let's do it. Yeah, and so, we had a bad taste from that list. Maybe this will reaffirm our faith in life. No. It is. The, <laughs> no? No. Oh, really? No, no. Listen, that's it, it's a good list, but I think um, there were definitely some big-time omissions. Okay, so it's the top 20 songs that have an acoustic guitar intro. Okay. So very specified. interesting. We once talked about uh, songs that have an acoustic uh, piano intro. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm curious to hear this. What did we come up with? Uh, there, or, or an ending like like Wildfire. That song. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, uh, Epic from Faith No More mm-hmm. has a little piano yeah. outro on it too. Layla. 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 So uh, this is just from a, a YouTuber who right. came up with this list. So Casey jotted down the list. I don't know who this guy is, but Cutie I thought it, it might be kind of fun for uh, for conversation. Uh, but to give you some examples, like number 20 is Free Fallen from uh, Tom Petty. Guitar. Love it. Beautiful. Right? Iconic sound. Yeah. One of my favorite Petty songs. One of my favorite Petty videos. Uh, what's in the video? I don't remember. They're, 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 they're the girls doing the, um, the half, the... Um, Half by the um, skateboarding. On, skateboarding. Skateboarding. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember. I have to go back and check that out. But, uh, anyhow, yeah, that's a good one. All right, here's another one for you. Cats in the Cradle. It's a great song. Yeah. yeah. I don't have the uh, the intro for that one. It's the only intro. At number three, it's Cats in the Cradle. About a bad father who then becomes a well, he's a bad father and then his son grows up and treats him like crap. I guess well, he had a not, lot of them. He's a horrible person. He's abusive. It just talks about life getting in the way yeah. of those special relationships. Horrible people. That you should. I listen, I think about that stuff. I'm yeah. like, you know, my daughter lately has been wanting to spend a little bit of time together and I'm like, I need to right. I need to make sure that Save I do it. that. Absolutely. Because it ain't going to last yeah. long. Well, he's don't gotta, let her leave your sight. <laughs> no, yes, glom onto it. <laughs> he's got another song called "Father and Son," which I love. It's a um, it's a regular on my on my playlist. It's, it seems to me that maybe he had uh, little issues with his own old man. Probably, yeah. And then he did "Daddy Sucks," which was <laughs> "Daddy Sucks," sucks so bad. What's a taxi? Uh, is that that's a great one? song? That's a fantastic. And then song. he also did um, the um, the. DJ of W O L. I don't know. Nick, can you look at, on on his um, uh, list of Harry Chapin songs? WKRP in Cincinnati. No, no but it's a song that's sort of similar. Like, okay. but, but it's it's a um, I'm the more I'm the. Wait, are we talking about Harry Chapin or yeah. Cat Stevens? Harry Chapin. Didn't Cat Stevens do the father and son song? He did, and Harry Chapin did Cats in the Crate. I'm lost as to where no, we are. Uh, no, no, no. 
I messed up. I was the one who brought. Go figure. I was the one who took this train <laughs> okay. uh, over to the other. You're tracks. talking about father and son, which I'm is a ta- great. It is a great, song. great Cat Stevens song. It's beautiful. Cat Stevens. Okay. Cats yes, in the cradle. It's not Harry Cats. Chapin. Cats in the Cradle, Cat Stevens. Cats. Songs about yeah. dads and cats. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Stevens. Yeah. yeah. Harry. Cradle. Yeah. yeah. Chapin. Okay, so let's just move along. Number 18 on this list is Salisbury Hill. Beautiful intro. Beautiful song. I would start off every song with an acoustic guitar, even a, even a thrash metal song. This, this I actually get a little choked up when he when he says, you know, you can keep my things. They've come to take me home. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, that's the most important thing. I'm going home. That's it. I don't care. The yeah. rest of this can stay behind. I don't even know what the whole story is about. Just give me yeah. my drum set. But the, <laughs> wait a minute. No, don't keep my things. Give me my drum set. Give me my drum set. I want my drum set, <laughs> yeah. and then I'm going to go home. And that's all I need. That's, that's all I need. Yeah. And then this and phone. My GoPros. My GoPros too. <laughs> yes, because I need to make drum yeah. videos. Yeah. Before I go home, I have to have those things. And this, I don't even. I've never taken the time to know what this song to learn what this song is about. Does anybody know? I used to, and now I don't. I, have no I know idea. that helps you greatly. And he okay. used to uh, drive past Salisbury Hill, and he was inspired by it. Like, uh, Peter Gabriel was on a bus, and uh, maybe when he was with, with Genesis or whatever, but he would drive past this hill quite a bit. Um, Debella's talked about it in, in, on his show because it used to be. Well, let's uh, tune over there right now. Maybe yeah, he's talking. Oh, he's you, on vacation. Oh, damn it! <laughs> but yes. anyhow, well, but what did you know about it, Nick? Uh, that it's just a, a story about the you know him growing up and, and being in this part of England where Salisbury okay. exists. Okay, uh, so it's number eighteen on the list. Uh, number seventeen is number seventeen at number seventeen. I forgot we had number seventeen. Uh, Maybe we can steal Debella's numbers. These are so. <laughs> <laughs> I need a nine, an eight, and a three. These are songs that have get, uh, acoustic guitar intros. Uh, time in a bottle. If Jim I Croce. Could time in a bottle. That dude was a great musician. Unbelievable. Yep. Got those own, right? Yeah, he is from here, right? Upper Darby, I believe. Uh, Pat Croce's cousin. Yeah. If I yeah. Could get back to Delco. <laughs> the first thing that I'd like to what do. What should he do? First thing he gets back to Delco. He gotta have a Charlie's cheeseburger. Yeah. And then smoke some pot out of a bench. <laughs> Uh, it's a beautiful song. It is. Uh, all right, next is I Stay Away. Beautiful yeah. song. Yeah. God, this is one of my all-time favorites. And the video to it, this, the, the claymation. This Dara Flies? This uh, album? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember the video. It was claymation? Yeah, and it's there's a circus involved, and there's a fire that starts, and it's 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 really wild. I love uh, the fact that Alice in Chains has been able to survive as a band, uh, but I miss Lane Staley when it comes to songs like this. Well, listen to his voice. Yeah. Now, he wouldn't be the same without Cantrell singing vocals. No, absolutely. but it's very much missed. Ringo. Yeah, and uh, that's a beautiful song. I forget about this that, one. Yeah. This one. This one gets me when you talk about... Um, Certain parts of it just... We're watching the video now. Isn't this wild? Yeah, that's cool. It's just, And it's so moody. There was a time when videos would really capture... Almost like reading the liner notes, yeah. you know, to like help inform what the attitude is. I've never watched this video. Uh, this is... Um, okay. I've never seen this before. Yeah, go watch it. It's wow. pretty cool. All right. Then there's... Uh, number 15 is Pinball Wizard. Now, apparently, this is... And I don't know much about... Uh, Guitar, it's but about Harry Chapin's father. No, no, no. But if you listen to it, it's like an F sharp the whole time. D. 
D sharp the whole time. It's D F sharp all the time. <laughs> I think it's Wait. D D sharp D. Okay, so he's just changing it slightly, yeah. but adding a sharp in there. Um, but yeah, yeah. But, but he probably is strumming a few different strings at a time to give it that different uh, that different feel. But see, a really cool version of this song is from, uh, you can find the video on YouTube from the uh, the Policeman's Other Ball. It's yeah. all just just um, Pete Townsend and an acoustic guitar, and he's doing the vocals as well. And he just I love those drums albums. the hell out of that guitar. Just absolutely you can't find it's hard to find out those albums now uh, you'll find separate songs but that's a great performance all right here is a badass the, and this is a list of acoustic guitar intros on songs this is a badass acoustic guitar intro crazy on you from heart and this is nancy playing this i love this this is an excellent piece of music right here she is a top level guitarist she is love it i want to hear a little bit of this Especially like this part right here. Excellent. So when I watched this video that this guy um, created, uh, he played all of the songs himself except for this song. This is the he only song. Do it, could he? Well, maybe not. I don't know. Or maybe a, he just creep. And it's weird because he didn't have this like number one. But I guess he paid. You know, has so much respect for it that uh, he put the live version of it. Uh, so crazy on you is number fourteen. This is on this just this guy's list, but there's I'm all right. I'm good with this. I stuff am so totally far. down with this yeah. list. Uh, Every one of these songs is a home run. Here, here is an outstanding song, "Fire and Rain," uh, from James Taylor. Wow! If you don't, this song makes me cry. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, especially when you know this was the first. Uh, James Taylor was the first artist signed to Apple Records. Yeah. The Beatles were huge fans. Yep. And, um, I mean, he's, I've seen him in concert many times. I saw him with, uh, Leibach and a couple of death metal, but no, no, he was, uh, <laughs> Cannibal Corpse. Cannibal Corpse, <laughs> yeah. uh, Five Finger Death. <laughs> There's uh, a scene in Cheers where, uh, Cliff goes, uh, man, I've seen fire and I've seen rain. And Norm goes, Cliffy, everybody's seen fire and rain. Yeah. <laughs> Cliff goes, Oh, never mind then. <laughs> I've seen fire. He's a great guitar player too. He does he the is. finger picking. He's, yeah, uh, he's excellent. Sweet Baby James is another one of my favorites. He's one of the greatest guests we've ever had on the show. Yeah, yeah. That, we had that ISDN line he yeah. performed for us. He yeah. took he took our requests. Yeah, yeah. which was yeah. pretty amazing. Yep. I uh, did an amazing version of Caroline on my mind one time. Karaoke version? Yeah, karaoke yeah, it was version. Moving. It was amazing. Yeah. We played it for him. He loved it, Yeah, actually. <laughs> uh, all right. And then, uh, speaking of the Beatles, how about this one? There you go. Mm. Here comes the sun. Yeah. One of the greatest love songs ever written, to be honest. No, wait. I'm thinking of uh, something. Never mind. You're, you're thinking... But still good. This yeah. is a beautiful song anyway. Beautiful. Uh, but this is a great... It's, it's a love song to the sun. Acoustic guitar. <laughs> you're, you're so song. big. And you're so hot. You're 93 million miles away from Earth, and yet you keep us warm. All right, so... And then they changed the lyrics to what we know now. That's number 12. <laughs> Bill Weston's in here. You want to add oh, anything, yeah. Man About Town? You're kind of hanging out in the oh, corner yeah, there yeah. with your mask I, I dangling. I love listening to these kind of nice eyebrows, Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that took two seconds. Oh, my God, they look like caterpillars up there. <laughs> Wow. Oh wow. I'm sorry, I was distracted. <laughs> kind of like Casey in any conversation. Yeah. All right. 
No, I love conversations like this. Just listening and yeah. you know running through the list and hearing the, like yeah, I agree. It was W O L D. That's a good that, song, is it not? It's kind of like about the washed up DJ right, who's yeah. uh, got a morning show in Pocatello, Idaho. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> kind of wow. Over the. Uh, but it is it is sort of a tribute to radio and, and and your connection to the, to the to uh, the DJ is the okay. very difficult two letters I'm attempting to say. Is there anything that we haven't mentioned yet that you would say it has a great acoustic guitar intro to it? Just probably on the list. I have a hard time conceiving things without having you Hearing say them, them first. Right, okay, right. right. But, right. So that's, I'll be, that, uh... that's the issue with lists like this. I could never put together a list like this because I would just be... I'd go into a loop and, yeah. and try to hash it out. So I've gone through this. Things. I've gone through this list, and there were a couple, I think, omissions that uh, you know I wouldn't. I'm not going to mention until we get through the list. Right. But uh, but I think this list so far is, is uh, damn I'm, good. I'm down with it. And, yeah. and it's such a beautiful instrument when played, you know, properly. Uh, Casey had brought the list up to me yesterday, and I this is the one that I had mentioned, uh, which is number eleven on this list. And it's roundabout from Yes. Uh, because I, I I could play the beginning of it. This is the yeah. first part of this. You can't play start. the whole part. Oh, my God. Before it starts really kicking in. No. Uh, this is a, I love, yes, you and I are big into prog rock. Yep. And, um, yeah, beautiful. Um, and uh, now I'm having a... You can Steve, play this. Steve Howe plays uh, uh, the guitar on this. Yeah, I can play this first part. By the way, Which, Steve Howe looks like he's out of Lord of the Rings. He does. <laughs> he's just, if you put he's him a mess. and Angus Young together, Forget it. you've got half of the cast of The Hobbit right That's right. There. All yeah. you need is a ring. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this is a fantastic song. And yes, one of the, one of the great uh, acoustic guitar intros. All right. How about we go to um, Simon and Garfunkel? Number 10. Number 10, it's Simon and Garfunkel. All right, what would you think it is without me oh, saying? I'm going to say, let me see, if it's... It's acoustic guitar. Now, they was pretty much exclusive acoustic guitar, so it's kind of hard I to mean, say which one I mean, probably their be. biggest hint was Sound of Silence. Right, and I would definitely put that on there. But, or April Come She Will. But that's not, nope, it's not either one of those. Mm, uh, it is. Then the, I'm aft. It's this. I love I love Simon and Garfunkel and their uh, Central Park concert. Phenomenal. This is another one that you can put on a bunch of songs. This one, however, is like you got to be in the right frame of mind. Otherwise, yeah, you're like gonna, one of Nick's frat parties. You're gonna, <laughs> turn it up, boys. You are going to nod yeah. off immediately. All right, so Scarborough Fair. Uh, number nine is from Zeppelin. Babe, I'm going to leave you. This is great. Beautiful, beautiful guitar intro from Jimmy Page. He doesn't say baby enough, though. Baby, baby, baby. Baby, baby. Babe. This is for an ad campaign for Pampers. Oh, I didn't. I didn't realize that. Maybe you need to stay dry. That was the motivation behind it. All right. Uh, how about this? Number eight is "Wish You Were Here." Yeah. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Especially after this is electric. So technically, this might not even be allowed. Because Are we going to allow it, judges? Yeah, we're going to allow it. We're going to allow <laughs> it. Because the, the actual acoustic part is as iconic as this processed part. And listen, so you hear him right before he starts the guitar part, you'll hear him sniff like yeah. that. Because so, he, even he's crying how, how beautiful it so is. So he's listening to the playback. Here, listen closely. You hear it? Wow. That's it, yeah. 
The first so time I ever heard David this, Gilmore. First time I ever heard the song was actually. <laughs> wait, I heard something. <laughs> else. Wait, play it back. Play it back. Wait, uh, here we go. I don't know if we can. Hang on, can you back it up just a little bit? Nope. Oh, never mind. Okay. All right, what were we going to say? First no, the first time I ever heard the song was in college, and it wasn't actually... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Can you hear that? Wait. Turn it up. Yep. <laughs> they did that in there. They left that in there, so you, that's they, right. they seem more human. Yeah. That's why the, the gas. Uh, but anyway, you were going to say first time you heard this? It was in college. It wasn't actually by uh, Pink Floyd. It was... Uh, you know, Very Chapin. No, it was some dude in the, in the dorm room, and everybody oh. was singing it, and I'm like, why do I not know this song? Like, oh, you know, it's great. That's actually kind of cool. Yeah. That you heard it the first time like that. <laughs> what? Uh, so, Is it about a White Castle again? No, it's not. No, no, it's about acoustic guitar, okay. and uh, this song's not on the list, and I think it's an omission. Um, and for some reason, I'm drawing a blank on the name of the song. I'm so mad How does it go? Well, it's a Beatles song. Um, uh, Blackbird. And oh, yeah, yeah. So we had we used to do this thing here at the station for clients. We would have like a, a reception, if yeah. you remember. And, yeah. and so in some of the rooms, uh, they would have musicians. And, and one of the guitarists, I think it was a guitarist from uh, Octane, was in here warming up. And, and he was tuning his guitar, and he started playing Blackbird. Okay. And I looked at him. I go, wow, that's beautiful. I go, did, did you write that? Oh, no. <laughs> and it was Blackbird. It was freaking Blackbird. Yeah. An iconic. Yeah. Uh, guitar part. So that song about the birthdays. <laughs> did you write that? The happy birthday. <laughs> All right, I, so I, I wish I, I wish that was uh, there was a lie and it wasn't. You know, but I don't think up until that point I had ever heard that song. And guys, I was like thirty five years old. You don't think you'd heard Blackbird? Until I don't that think time? so. I, you, I, I will guarantee you, you had to be somewhere where you heard it. You just didn't recall it. Don't yeah. you think I would have recalled hearing that song? Wow. I mean, Okay. We don't even have it in our system. I can't not, even play for you dudes. Not only a, uh, a great guitar part, but outstanding vocals as well. Okay, so number seven on this list is from my boys, Rush. It's closer to the heart. Oh, yeah. This is beautiful, right? This may... Mm, this, be, this for me over Tom Sawyer, and I love Tom Sawyer. Oh, as just a Rush song yeah, in general? Yeah, The interesting thing about this guitar part is when Alex Lifeson would come up to play... You know, he goes into an electric part, so he had a hard time being able to play the acoustic guitar and then go right into the electric guitar. So he created, he, he developed and made a special stand that would hold the acoustic guitar. I, yes. Oh, yeah. so, uh, and he ended up becoming, that was a product that he created and took off and was very successful in the I world. I see it now. Uh, a lot of people. So he was the one who invented that? He invented that, yeah. yeah he invented so. mayonnaise, too, didn't he? Yes, he yeah. did. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Canadian by nature. <laughs> uh, so closer to the heart, number seven on this guy's list. Uh, number number six. six. Number six. Uh, another Zeppelin tune, Over the Hills and Far Away. Yeah, yeah, this is great. I wish I could play this song on guitar. It's, it's, it's amazing, cool. and yeah. it's uh, in my top three favorite Zeppelin songs. Maybe my favorite. This is my favorite. Yeah. He does a lot of uh, pulling of the notes, which is cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Uh, then you have 
Uh, At oh, number six. We were just, uh, now we're on to number five. Number five. Uh, we were talking about Boston earlier in the last list, and More Than a Feeling is uh, one of the top songs. I agree. It was great. Bill, do you understand why uh, Why does Boston get crapped upon? Well, I don't know, because that's, it was such a producer's record. It was Tom Scholz in his basement for three years, and then he gave Epic the tapes, and Boom! There's like you know yeah, nine maybe that, records. That was it. You know they were they were considered sort of a, uh, a like a, a just a complete studio well, product. And the, uh, some of their songs were about uh, they were just out of the streets of Boston, and yeah. you know they tell them the story of, of what they were, and all that was fictional. Yeah, none of that was you know. Oh, oh really? really? Yeah, they they didn't they didn't live that story. They were okay. like like Bill said, they were produced in a basement. Uh, so a lot of that rang as uh, as hollow. I or... once asked Tom Scholz about the line in Rock and Roll Band. Like, we went down to, right. uh, played a gig in Rhode Island, uh, met a big guy, a guy, yeah. a big fat car, big smoked a cigar, signed our deal to the record label, right. said, totally fabricated. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's, yeah, that's what Nick's talking about, yeah. Yeah, so uh, it's They're great. actually from Barcelona. Uh, these are great <laughs> stories, and they make for a great song, but none of it's true. So, like, if you're... If you're looking for genuine yeah, I think storytelling they, in a band. They were considered to be a, a formulated band, yeah. and uh, and so other bands look down on that. But whatever, man. Still solid. It, it, comes down, it. it comes down to not only production, but songwriting. They wrote great songs. Yep. So that still stand the test of time. All right, number four on this. We go back to the Beatles. Oh, wait, hang on a second. We're number four. Number four. Norwegian Wood. Yeah. Which is... Sounds a lot like Boston. Okay, here we go. They were a big inspiration for Boston. Yeah, this is a great song. This is Rubber Soul, right? With the sitar. I believe that's on Rubber Soul, yeah. yeah. This was a departure in sound for the Beatles. Uh, yes. Yeah, that whole album had some yeah. interesting twists on it. That and Revolver. Nowhere, man. Uh, all right, then you have number three from the Rolling Stones. It's Angie. You're beautiful. Your sister hates the song, right? No, I... Well... <laughs> Yeah, we both kind of hated it. Okay. <laughs> it just says her name over and over and over all the time, and I just kind of got tired of this song. But, I mean, it's a beautiful song, absolutely. But, you know. Uh, Angie. And plus he says Angie. Yeah, yeah there's nine syllables in Angie. <laughs> Angie. Angie. All right, and then with these last two, we get into the, the Rock and Roll 500 top list. <laughs> Uh, Hotel California yeah. is number two. And uh, you know the story after seeing that awesome documentary about the Eagles. Great. That it was um, Don Felder who came up with this. And he yeah. was just kind of messing around. He had this kind of Spanish-sounding guitar part and put it on a cassette and gave it to Glenn Fry, And Glenn heard it. And he's like, we got to use this. And uh, there you go. But I think more so than the acoustic intro... Uh, the dual, the dueling guitar solos at the end That's is the iconic part of this song. So, uh, but you can't deny this part; it's outstanding. Uh, and then the last one, number one, uh, "Stairway we, to Heaven." We don't have number one. We don't have number one. No. We don't have a number one. No. I, I know it's a great song. I, it literally falls into that category of I've heard it so much it becomes white noise. Nick, I'm going to pull up the text and uh, see which ones that we're missing out on uh, per listeners. Yes, uh, Bill Weston. Did you know that we don't schedule Stairway to Heaven on regular rotation on I MMR? I heard it on MMR uh, maybe two or three weeks ago. and We were doing the um, 
Was the it special a, weekend. The, the, I guess Memorial, Memorial Day, Day weekend. Was it yeah. long songs or something? Yeah, but it's not a regular rotation, so, even though it tests in our research. Yeah. yeah. Super huge, like a top 10, top 12 song. But Chuck uh, said that was the first time MMR had played it in years. Mm. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, it, but it's so iconic. It's burned in your brain that you think that you hear it more often than you actually do. Yeah. So when you do play it on a feature or on a weekend or whatever, it sounds okay. Yeah. Listen to it. But it's like, I hear it so often. We don't play it. Maybe a couple times a year, you know. <laughs> but yet you get accusations that it's played all the time. Yeah, I'm kind of no. surprised uh, Patience wasn't on the list by uh, Guns N' Roses. That's a, a pretty popular acoustic tune. Uh, here's some uh, texts that are coming in. So uh, somebody says, would Silent Lucidity count? Yeah. That's a beautiful it uh, is. Uh, intro on that with an acoustic guitar. I would Certainly that would count. Huh. Uh, That's like Brazen, pers- Brazen Perspicacity, which is their follow-up hit. Brazen what? <laughs> Brazen Perspicacity. Perspicacity. <laughs> Okay. Uh, this is nice. Casey, did you bring this one up or did I bring this one up? I brought that up. I yeah. have it ready to go. Do you right have here. it? Yeah. All right. Casey thought this should be on the list, and I agree. Oh, yeah. America. Ventura, Ventura Highway. Yeah. First concert I ever saw. Really? I think I got, uh, I think I got a little boobage. Oh, no. <laughs> you think? Yeah. Well, like... m- mom was very giving. Okay. God rest your soul. Uh, this is a great song. Outstanding song. Uh, so that's a good one. Uh, one of the guys died recently. Yeah, that's right. We talked about I was that. at a bar in Delco within the last decade, and I was uh, having a conversation. I believe I was doing like a ticket raid or something like that, and there, were, there was a band in there. And it was just pressed. It was kind of like the band that you were in not that long ago. Just a bunch of dudes yeah. who had been playing instruments their whole lives and decided to, like, kind of hang in the garage and play together. And then they were like, wait, we're pretty good at this. And so they just would play bars. They were so damn good. And they did the um, the whole song was all harm- harmony. So they, they didn't do, you know, lead singer. Okay, just you know, It was awesome. Uh, how about this one? Uh, she talks to angels. Black oh, Rose. Oh, that yeah. should be yeah. on there. That's excellent. Is that their best song? <laughs> well, it depends on what you're in the mood for. I mean, like, because uh, um, I was like, Jealous Again is one of my favorite songs from them. But this is, I mean, how mm. can you deny this, man? Yeah. This ding, is excellent. Ding, ding. Although, What's-His-Face wouldn't play it for us when he was in the studio. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. Just I mean, here's where I hit his car key. Oh, really? Good. Nice. <laughs> um, especially these harmonics. That's cool. Uh, let me see. Yeah, a few people are, are saying she talks to angels. Um, what about Burning Love? What the hell is that? Elvis. Oh, oh have a no. Guitar. That doesn't have an acoustic guitar intro to it, does it? Does it? <laughs> Starts off like that. Maybe it's just some guy doing that. Uh, <laughs> in my heart from Extreme. No. Uh, I mean, oh. and I like Extreme. I like Extreme a lot. But no almonds on the list? Uh, no Almond Brothers on the list. What song would be acoustic? Melissa. Does it start uh, off with acoustic? Song. Blue Does Sky. It? Yeah. Does it, Melissa, uh, it's one of my favorite songs, and I can't recall whether it starts with just an acoustic Melissa. guitar. It does. Uh, I thought it was a tuba. Nope. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. This person <laughs> says the Beatles are overrated. Mm, sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sometimes people have opinions that are just their opinions, but that opinion is wrong. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, this is such a great song. What a beautiful song. There was a commercial, like, for a, a backhoe or something like that that used mm-hmm. this. Like, oh, no, no, don't put that music on that. Right. Now yeah. I can't stop thinking of a backhoe when I hear this. The uh, the movie yesterday, I think, 
gave me more of an appreciation for what the Beatles are and and what they they did for for music and what they did for humanity. Oh. And at one point, you know, the kid is trying to play "Let It Be" for his parents, yeah. <laughs> and he keeps getting interrupted. And he was able to put it in a in, in, in a context that I had never thought of before. But he's like, I'm. I'm basically I'm painting the Mona Lisa for you in front of your eyes, yeah, yeah. and you won't pay attention to what's going on here. And I'm like, no, you're absolutely right. Like this is this is art. Yeah, yep, you are correct. By the way, I played golf with a guy named Art yesterday, and he's from uh, New York. And when I asked him what his name was, he said Ott. And for for six holes, I thought his name was Ott. Okay, and then I pulled up behind him. And I saw in his golf bag his name was Art. And I was like, oh, my God, I thought your name was Art. That's beautiful, man. <laughs> That's beautiful. Grab that guitar and write a song about I, it. I'm right going to write that. Yeah, give me a second. <clears throat> this one's called Art. <laughs> Met a guy I played golf with one time, and I thought his name was Art. Turns out his name was Art, and I think we can all commiserate with that. <laughs> I once met a dude on the sixth hole. His name was Art. <laughs> oh my god! Oh god! That's excellent. Okay. I don't even remember what we were talking about. It doesn't matter. Let's move along. Art. You were uh, Casey was talking about how interruptions can distract you. From oh, is that what that is? Yeah. yeah. Hey, look at Kathy's eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> they just spelled out on. Come on. All right. Interesting list. Uh, two interesting lists. So I uh, figured that'd be kind of nice to go through. All right. We should take ourselves a break. Why don't we do that right about now? We'll come back in just a moment. Don't forget, still pending in a little while, a lesson question. We'll give something away with that. So make sure you pay attention to the show. And, of course, later today, Word of the Week prize, we have uh, a two-night getaway, which I'll tell you about a little bit later on. We'll be back in a moment. In 1776, our founding fathers told England to suck it. In 2020, 93.3 WMMR is commemorating this with a 4th of July weekend. Because frankly, we miss live music. And since we've got a long weekend, we're raiding the MM archives, pulling out the best live material we've got, and featuring it every hour. So crank up your Alexa, our app on your phone, or the radio as loud as it'll go, and celebrate our 4th of July weekend. Sponsored by Hyundai City of Burlington. Shop South Jersey's favorite, HyundaiCity.com. 93.3 WMMR, playing everything that rocks, live. Uh, AMC is pushing back their planned date to begin reopening uh, from the shutdown by two weeks. Okay. So they're going to put that on hold. I saw that. Uh, AMC said yesterday <clears throat> that it will reopen some 450 of its movie theaters on July 30th and the remaining 150 the following week. Where is that? Uh, AMC um, theaters. Yeah, the country. In general. Because <clears throat> well, they can't open in New Jersey or Pennsylvania yet. Right. So, yeah, July 30th, uh, let's see, uh, Monday, June 29th, they'll reopen 450 of them, and then on July 30th, uh, the remaining 150. So, yeah, I don't know, Kath, they're going to have to, uh, I don't know where they're specifying these. We Things. were talking about drive-ins earlier, Preston, and uh, Delcy and a few other ones came up, and on their list of movies that were going to be played in the next month or so were, uh, in theory, new releases, like Mulan was on there, yeah, and oh. there, were, there were a couple other ones that we've talked about as movies that are opening, so... 
there will be places where you can see new movies, new releases. Uh, you just got to look for it a little bit. So those dates have not been pushed back yet. Uh, but they keep getting pushed back, right. too. You know, so like um, Bill and Ted's. Uh, that got pushed back again by two weeks. So, you know, it's just one of those things where you can't Things are fluid. The yeah. they, they made the decision because Disney and Warner Brothers said last week they're, yeah, they, they were delaying the release of Mulan and Tenet. There's the other one, yeah. Uh, to August due to the surge in cases in uh, many states in the South and West in particular. And that same surge means AMC's reopening plans and those of other movie theater chains could potentially change again. So we'll have to wait and see. I think Mulan looks good. Uh, mm. Tenet, I definitely want to see. And then, uh, what's Steve, do you know Black Widow? Because that's the one that's really on my radar Scar- right now. Yeah, I mean, that movie had had to be completed Yeah, I mean, eight, done. nine, ten months ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was supposed to be April, right? Yeah, and, yeah. So, um, now it's I November. don't know. It looks great. I, I, we've been waiting for a standalone film for that character. And she's awesome. So, yeah, yeah we'll see. The current release date on IMDb, anyway, is uh, November 6th of this year. So It's IMDb. Um, by the way, speaking of movies, uh, Steve would forward this over to me. The elusive 2001 A Space Odyssey spacesuit believed to have been worn by Dr. David Bowman when he killed Hal in the groundbreaking 1968 films going on the auction block next month. Uh, it's I would love to have that. Mm-hmm. Highlight of a Hollywood and space exploration memorabilia show. Yeah. I yeah. know it's going to go for a... How much was too much for you? I mean, um, those things are investments, man. Yeah, they you know, are. I mean, they really are. There's also an investment in my uh, investment in my health mm-hmm. as my wife plunges a steak knife into my chest <laughs> when she learns how much I've spent mm-hmm. on it. So, um, yeah, I mean, listen, there is a reasonable price, but I think <clears throat> you're talking. I don't know. We'll see. Well, yeah. Maybe maybe for a joke, I'll I'll attempt to bid on it if it is online. But I was going to say, dude, you should go for it, but. Uh, and you know how this is. They estimate these yeah. things, and then they go way beyond that. Oh, yeah. The conservative estimate is two to $300,000. Oh, yeah. man. So I-, I was thinking like two to $300. Right. And I don't know if that gets me in the uh, door uh, because, you know. It's rare because it, it was thought that Stanley Kubrick had destroyed almost everything from the props and wardrobe. Really? Why? Uh, from 2001 to prevent their use in other productions without his authorization. So you didn't want to see the same things <clears throat> popping up in other movies and sort of sully yeah. the huh. aura that that was 2001 because mm-hmm. all of that stuff, the the design of the, you know, um, ships that had pipes and things on the side and, and all the sort of um, machinery wasn't always part of the spaceship designs that you'd see in other science right. fiction movies. But he did that, you know, so you saw levers and and attachments and conduits and things like that and that's what made it so cool i would love to have that i mean you know when we had care delay in uh the studio who played uh that particular character preston i got him to sign my blu-ray so that's worth two to three hundred thousand (laughs) dollars right right you know it's interesting because i i i have an affinity for for memorabilia and things like that but when you get up to that level if you get you know some really really expensive piece then what do you do with it? I mean, you know, you bring it home, you love it for a while, and eventually you're going to get tired of seeing it, or it's not going to mean as much, and I guess you sell it, you know? So for me, it, it, it serves the purpose of, of a, I, I just love seeing, I love seeing it. And so on a, on a certain level, it's, it serves as a decoration. Like your room, you have golf, um, you have Memor- golf yeah. memorabilia, right? So I have, I have obviously Batman and, and superhero stuff and, and, and sci-fi and things of that nature, and it brings me comfort. A lot of the stuff is actually appreciated in value, which I'm very happy about. It's not, listen, and we're not talking crazy money, but it's uh, it just it makes me feel good. 
I, I would have waited to show you that information. Uh, no, was, I want to yeah, do this now. Yeah, yeah, that's why. Do you have breaking news? I, I do. It's right here. I wasn't oh, sure if you were going to hit it now. Oh, man. Breaking news. This breaking doesn't sound news. good. Carl Reiner died. Oh. Carl Reiner, 98 years old, mind you. Guy lived an amazing full life, but that's sad news. Carl Reiner. Wow. Legend. Yeah. I mean, God, that's a massive loss. Yep. I mean, yep. you talk about a good run, though, but uh, Jesus, he, he seemed to be doing quite well. I, what, anything? He worked last year. I mean, he was in uh, Toy Story 4. He, he did a voice, and, uh, you know, he was in 40 Asks a Question, a TV series short. I just uh, pulled up his 100 credits worth on IMDb. I mean, he, you know, he was going strong until the end. So um, I'm I, reading this. Uh, Steve, it doesn't say anything about uh, cause of death. Uh, he was... Uh, it says uh, he. He died. wasn't doing that 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 glide suit, was he? No, it was, like a wingsuit. Wingsuit. No, because they, they told him not to do that. Uh, Monday night, Beverly at his Beverly Hills hold, home. His family was with him when he passed, so they oh. must have been expecting oh. uh, that he was going to go. Mm-hmm. That's terrible. Carl that Reiner. We were talking about legend. You know, in addition to obviously the Dick Van Dyke Show and countless other shows that he was a part of and and wrote for. Uh, he directed The Jerk and yeah. Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid and yeah. countless other movies. He did, Stevie did The Man with Two Brains and All of Me as well. Yeah. Uh, which are all Steve stuff. Martin uh, Steve Martin titles. He did a great movie with Dick Van Dyke that's really sort of a, a, a serious, darker movie about a silent film star called The Comic. It's brilliant, but no one really knows hey, about it. here's some other ones I didn't know, Steve. He directed Summer Rental with John Candy. Yep, yep. Summer School with Mark Harmon. Uh, sibling rivalry with Kirstie Alley and Carrie Fisher. Boys uh, in the Hood. No, he didn't do that. Uh, that was John Singleton. That's right. I'm sorry. Uh, he was uh, uh, on some hit TV shows, including Two and a Half Men, Hot in Cleveland, House, uh, and of course Ocean's Eleven and Ocean's Thirteen. Yeah, he was great in those He's movies. Great in those. Um, Son of a bitch. Uh, that's sad news. And I, I really loved that. Especially did for older people, which was called um, Wake Up, Read the Obit, If You're Not In It, Have Breakfast, or something along those lines. And he was going around talking to people in their 90s, specifically celebrities, and uh, what their life was like at at that age. So Mel Brooks and he would, you know, would always get together for... um, Ice cream. Ice cream. Yeah, that was... uh, (laughs) The ritual. Who told uh, us that? I think it was... um, Greg Fitzsimmons. Fitzsimmons did, uh, because he lives in Venice Beach, and I guess that's kind of... Where they like to go, and they would meet for ice cream uh, every couple of days. And uh, there's wow. a subtle little scene in um, in Ocean's Eleven where the uh, towards the end, where the guys they they reveal that they have to lower themselves down in the elevator shaft. And Carl Reiner is one of those people, and like he's holding onto the rope as he goes down, and the, the camera just freezes on him for a moment, and he has this <laughs> this exhale because he's you know in his 80s when yeah. they filmed that movie, and it's yeah. just like he's just sort of pointing to the fact that. He's an older guy doing this thing that Clooney and Matt Damon and, and you know, Brad Pitt are all doing all as well as a part of this heist. And it's just, he ha- he was very subtly funny. There's a, there's a great line from that movie where uh, he kind of looks a little bit unsteady and uh, George Clooney's, you know, Danny Ocean goes, yeah. are you sure you're up for this? And he turns to him and he goes, if you ever ask me that again, I will kill you. Daniel? <laughs> I just, I, yeah. I, I, I love it. He doesn't call him it. Danny either. He calls him Daniel. No, Daniel, yeah. Wait, um, he was a voice in Toy Story 4. Was he in the other Toy Stories or was it just the last one? I think the fourth was just his. Okay. I'm not sure, though. Yeah, you have to look up what character a rhinoceros. Was. Yeah, Carl. Carl. Uh, Carl. <laughs> the, the rhinoceros. That's great. 
Wow, and Steve, you know the the two thousand year old man, great. So oh that, that started as just a, a party thing he and Mel Brooks would do together. At par- you know, at, well, I said party twice, so you could obviously assume that it's a party. But anyway, um, just improvisational comedy, and they it was so popular, and the people loved it so much that it eventually became something that they did. They released a number of albums. Mm. That those used to be when you'd put on party albums, comedy albums. Yeah. That was the deal. That's what you do. And they're super popular. Everybody would sit around and listen to it. And it was like almost like having a stand-up routine or watching a comedy show on TV with friends and, you know, getting a kick out of it. Wow. Well, that's sad news. That is uh, definitely sad news, but uh, definitely worth noting, of course. Um, So, uh, yeah, going back to what we were talking about in movies anyway, the the spacesuit from uh, 2001 Space Odyssey is... Up for auction. They're they're also auctioning off a few other things. Uh, Steve, I love I, I love just the the notion of dreaming about the possibility because they're always going to be far too expensive. I have a couple of things that might be considered, you know, collectible, but they're they're from from actual movies. Um, or no, just but that, that are collectibles. Yeah. I was just saying before that have appreciated a little bit, but they, they bring joy to me, and that's enough. You know, what would you? What's uh? What are your items? Well, there's some, some some of the Batman stuff that I have is you know they 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 were they were limited items and they've appreciated and there's a, one bust in particular that's gone up you know in in price but it's not it's not like oh my god it's quadrupled in price it's right. gone up a percentage I got you the ba- Batman comic that came out uh, the month that you were born yes yeah and the only reason that that thing was affordable because it was actually uh, it's not mint condition but it's in really good condition yeah. but when I was purchasing it uh, they said. Well, this wasn't like that big of a deal. The the, the comic, nothing really big happened in that comic, yeah. so that's why. <laughs> yeah, you know, know like yeah. if it was something really big, like uh, you know, Robin's parents were uh, killed or something right, like that. Right, right. It would be something, or you the, know, or the the reveal of a new character <laughs> yeah. or something. But it was really pretty but much basically nothing, nothing happened. Yeah, yeah. But I found one redeeming comic in my my comic collection, which was uh, <clears throat> Wolverine's first t- first title solo. Title. Oh, okay. Uh, what was that, that worth? It was like a hundred bucks or something like that. Still, you know, that's so, something. Yeah, yeah I mean, for, for a comic the... that was twenty five cents or exactly. whatever. Yeah. So I've, I've held on to that. But a piece of movie memorabilia. <sighs> if, if there was one piece that you could have, man, anything that like stands. I remember, Kath. You remember? That's not like a vehicle or something gigantic. No, or like, nothing like, the, like that. The, the Aston Martin from James Bond. You're talking about something smaller. Something like, smaller. Sean Connery's head. Okay. Yeah. All right. That was in a lot of movies. I was in a lot of movies. What would you? What would you get? Uh, you know what? Probably Moses' staff from the Ten Commandments. Whoa, that's pretty cool. <laughs> pretty badass. That's right? pretty badass. You know? Okay, I'll tell you what I would take from the original 2001, and I don't know if they have them. The um, the HAL interface. Okay. The, the red glowing dot. That's pretty cool. You can buy mock-ups of those, but mm-hmm. I, to get an authentic original would be amazing. Yeah. What about you, Case? Uh, well, now, I, I asked the question without really having an answer. Um, maybe, like, Pee Wee Herman's bike, but that's too big. That's too big. That's that's almost at Aston Martin. Uh, no, no, no. I mean, That the... is not Aston Martin. <laughs> Pee Wee Herman's bike would be pretty cool. Bond, yeah. we have a new vehicle for you. Ding, <laughs> ding. It'd probably be better if you narrow it down to something specific like that, like vehicles yeah, or weapons yeah. uh, or something along. I would those love lines. one of the uh, one of the rifles from Aliens. 
Okay. Those are very cool. Now, they sell mock-ups of those mm-hmm. for like 600 bucks. Okay. See, I would have to go and, and you know, take like my favorite movies of all time. So if I went to like Stand By Me, for instance, which is a favorite movie of mine, I don't know what piece of memorabilia I would want from that. Would you want the typewriter that the story's being written on? Ooh. You know, his his his... his that Richard Dreyfuss is typing on it. Does that hold any? Interest? Although that car that he's in, while he's reminiscing about that, yeah. uh, that time, that How about Vern's comb, oh, that fell in the river. Yeah, that mm-hmm. fell in the river. It's gone forever. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. piece of uh, Stephen King memorabilia would you have from a movie, Preston? Oh, one of the movies. Oh, uh, Carrie's bloody dress, maybe oh. or something like that. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah. 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 We're like maybe something from the Goonies. What yeah. it has to be, though, it has to be something that has some sort of inherent... We, this is a butter knife that we use. It was used in, uh, you yeah. know, Back no, it to would the Future. To, it's like, well, okay. It would have to be like Sloss yeah. Superman shirt from right. Goonies or something like that. Memorabilia right. takes up space. We <laughs> <laughs> <You laughs> can't have that. <laughs> Where would I put my Target stuff? What if you could dress it up and make it look <laughs> no, nice and I it would I be really, decoration? We can't have, have nice stuff. sort of memorabilia, really. Not... Much or anything significant. Here, good one's coming. Here, good one's coming. Rocky's boxing gloves. Yes. Uh, uh, Indiana Jones hat or whip. That's yes. about as iconic as you can get right there. I, I mean, um, you're talking things like Luke's light sha- lightsaber, light shaver. <laughs> His beard shaver. You get beard little, shaver. Little scrubby there, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just get that. It's as soft as a baby's bottle. <laughs> uh, Iron Man suit. A lot of text coming in. Not, yeah. That that that. <laughs> I have the original one-to-one scale Batman, um, Iron Man bust. Right. Uh, and it's in the office right now. Yeah, but getting an actual prop from the movie would be pretty badass. Uh, the typewriter from The Shining, people are saying. There you go. That's a really good That is, yeah. Uh, One-Eyed Willie's Patch. Uh, the Ruby Red Shoes, those are in the Smithsonian. Uh, the Axe from The Shining, that's a good one, too. Um, Excalibur from the movie Excalibur. Utha. <sighs> Yeah. What about Uther? Arthur, Arthur, Uther. What Ort. about uh, Oprah? <laughs> I played golf with Uther. <laughs> uh, Nick, what about something from Shawshank? Wow, if you could get one of the posters, that'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, or the rock yeah. hammer. Yeah, the rock hammer would be pretty neat. Or uh, the Bible. His judgment cometh in that right soon. The mm-hmm. uh, stitch work on the wall. I mean, yeah, really, anything from Shawshank would be great. The tree. Uh, the tree. They were know. actually selling chunks of that. Yeah. The, the tree, yeah. The, uh, the cup of Christ from the, yeah. uh, Lost uh, Last Crusade. That'd be pretty yeah. cool. I think Giacchino has some uh, some props from Indiana God. Jones and from How Star cool. Wars. You know, any any lightsaber. Uh, Captain America's shield. That's pretty badass. Yeah. Who uh, who got that? Somebody um, who was talking about getting that original shield from the first Avenger. I don't know. Didn't Peter Jackson give one of the rings to Elijah uh, Elijah what? Wood? I think so. That'd I think Stephen cool. Colbert got something, too, because he's a massive Lord yeah, of the Rings yeah. fan. How about Horace Thammer? Horace <laughs> Thammer is amazing. Mm-hmm. These are good things. But among these nine items that are going up for auction at the same event are the actual pilot control stick that Neil Armstrong used on the Apollo 11 flight. Are you effing kidding me? Uh-uh. What's, that, what's that expected to fetch? One to $200,000. That's it? Yeah. The actual uh, fake costume from 2001 is going to generate more money than the authentic item? Believe it or not. What a world! Uh, and also an Apollo-era spacesuit glove Era. designed uh, arm- <laughs> that designed for Neil Armstrong, estimated to ten to 20000 You know what a lot of people around here have, I'm sure, is... Poop pe- knives. <laughs> Poop knives, definitely. 
Not from a movie, though. Okay. Uh, no, but um, actual piece night. of um, history is uh, Pieces of the Hindenburg. Ah. Do you know anybody who does, who has? I, you know, my mom said that Jackie she, Bam Bam? she thought that uh, her dad had one because he was, he was one of the firefighters on hand when, when that went down. Hmm. Uh, hmm. Here, Kathy, my son Carter texted in and said, uh, Wilson the volleyball from uh, Castaway. <laughs> That'd be for you, right? <laughs> no, it would take up space. Uh, oh, yes, I would take a picture of it, though. That would be cool. <laughs> Keep it in my phone. My so my bedroom is is densely decorated with. <laughs> yeah, it really looks like a sixteen year old kid's with Batman stuff. With Batman and DC stuff, of course, I have the full Justice League on both sides of the room. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this auction is uh, is going to be taking place next month. So if you got if you got the funds, you can uh, you can go for it. Uh, one other quick thing, then then we're gonna have to take a break. Uh, Cirque de Soleil has had to cancel dozens of its acrobatic shows uh, amid the pandemic, and the Montreal-based company has now filed for bankruptcy protection. That sucks. Uh, They said it plans to uh, let go some 3,500 circus workers and back office employees as part of its restructuring plan. A group of investors will provide $300 million to keep the company afloat during bankruptcy proceedings. I guess they have shows that are going on around the world all the time, right? Yes, because the one everywhere, the one in Vegas is obviously that's a big one. You know they come through town uh, every now and then, and I've I've never been, and I've always you've wanted seen to them go. though before, yes? On yeah, on TV. Yeah. Uh, I remember the first year I was a kid, and HBO had a Cirque du Soleil special, and I was like, this isn't like any circus I've ever seen before. Where's the elephant? Wild, yeah, it was yeah. old acrobats. And I saw the love clowns. show that they do in Vegas, or were doing. I don't know if they're gonna they're probably gonna resume. Hopefully, if, if everyone's not fired. But they but, do those traveling circuses that end up like, as pop-up tents in, in Oaks and yeah. places like that. And yeah. they're they're great. They're really but, well worth God it. Damn. Here, I didn't know this. Cirque du Soleil is the largest theatric, theatrical producer in the world, performing in 450 cities in more than 50 countries. Uh, it began canceling its U.S. shows, including Vegas and Orlando and international tours in mid-March. And officials said that they uh, have no clear timeline on when they will be able to... Um, Allowed to get back on stage. The largest in the world. I had no idea. Wow. All right, so, yeah. That's sad. Yep, Very sad. Hopefully they can um, you know, hold get it, it back. together. Yeah. All right, uh, we should take a break. We are going to do that very thing. When we get back, we're going to get into the Bizarre Father. You got anything that I can give? Uh, do we have any giveaways? <clears throat> we, Just, well, we have a, a couple things. A couple of things. Uh, uh, I don't have that ready. <laughs> you don't? No, I have a different page up. There you go. Where is it? Oh, here it is. There. As you can imagine. Okay. Uh, we have we have brewskis. I want to give away beer. A case of beer of Sly Fox Hellas Golden Lager. Ooh. And caller number 18, it is yours, 215-263-WMMR. And it goes well with just about anything. It's a refined malt sweetness combined with gentle noble hops. And Sly Fox Hellas is perfectly balanced. And easy drinking outdoor dining is now available at Sly Fox locations. You can also order your favorite bites and brews for pickup at slyfoxbeer.com. So caller 18, Yours, 215-263-WMMR. We will be right back. Now that we're actually leaving the house more often, WMMR reminds you, you're going to have to put on some clothes. And if you got to get dressed, why not step up your wardrobe game with the coolest threads from the MMR Rock Shop? There's tons of new and throwback MMR designs to choose from that you can't get anywhere else. 
Look, you can't go out there naked, okay? Seriously, no. So shop the rock shop at WMMR.com. All the merch that rocks. And don't forget your pants. All right, we got some bizarre file stories for you. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. Brought to you by Cinch, a propane tank home delivery service that brings propane right to your doorstep. You can place your order at cinch.com. We'll start with this. An Ohio couple stopped for a slice of Little Caesars pizza on Saturday night, but were appalled when they opened the box to an offensive message. Did you see this? No, what is it? Misty Laska and her husband Jason opened their pizza box to pepperonis placed on their pizza to form... (laughs) A swastika. Oh, jeez. And I saw a picture of this thing, and it's, there's no mistaking it. Have they changed their little character? Uh, yeah, it's a little, <laughs> little Nazi, Nazi now. Yeah. Nazi, uh, Nazi. Uh, they snapped a photo of the pizza with a swastika sign that happened to be backwards, actually, and posted it to social media. Uh, they say they want folks, uh, the folks responsible to be held accountable. I am curious what they thought when whoever it is made this... What they were thinking, like, oh, they'll get the joke, or hey, it's a Hindu symbol, or the, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah, the original symbol backwards, yeah. like this, they'll get it, or uh, perhaps they'll think they won the contest. Or how how would you think that you would ever keep your job if right. you did something like that? Yeah, they'll chuckle. Uh, they say they want the folks responsible to be held accountable. Yeah, they said even if this was just a joke internally for the employees, just stop, stop with the symbolism and let it go away. Uh, a statement from Little Caesar said, we have zero tolerance for racism and discrimination in any form. And these franchise store employees were immediately terminated. We're deeply disappointed that this happened as this conduct is completely against our values. And they didn't order pepperoni. Yeah, how about yeah. that? Uh, three people have died. Three others in critical condition. One person is permanently blind after apparently drinking hand sanitizer that contained methanol. Mm. Uh, the cases were reported to the New Mexico Poison Control Center. Health Department confirmed that the cases were related to alcoholism, by the way. Of course. Authorities have noted that uh, people with substance abuse issues, particularly within the homeless community, have been known to use sanitizer and other products as a substitute for alcohol and liquor. And, Kathy, you were talking about these yeah. Ones that had methanol in there mm-hmm. and that even putting it on your skin is bad for you. These people were drinking it. Jeez. Health officials have warned against drinking hand sanitizer. And officials said the use of hand sanitizers containing methanol for any purpose may result in poisoning. So, uh, yeah, don't do that. Parents are outraged after seeing a school board member for Western Heights in Oklahoma City drink a beer during a recent meeting. Was it a Zoom meeting? I believe so. Okay. Uh, many parents are now... Hey, que- do? Uh, <laughs> many p- parents are now questioning every decision she's made and others are calling for her resignation. On Thursday night, board member Linda Farley made a motion uh, then while President Robert Everman was calling for a second to the motion, you can see Farley take a sip from a Corona extra bottle. <laughs> Her excuse is quite interesting, too. So, Everman didn't see what happened during the meeting, but he did see the screenshots, although he still wasn't sure it was a beer. He said, I have no idea. It it could have been. He said, I, I have no idea what it could have been. I have no idea what she may have had. I don't know. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Farley later sent a statement apologizing and confirming that she was, in fact, drinking a beer. She said, I first want to apologize. I made a mistake, and I am sorry if it was caused, if it's caused any embarrassment to our district. 
I was extremely sick at last night's board meeting and continue to be sick today. So I thought a beer would help me get over the sickness. I've been suffering from a severe kidney infection. Oh. And have been bedbound for the last few days. Even though I was in my own home during the meeting, I should have used better judgment. I was only present because we were not sure we had a quorum co- uh, to conduct business. Nevertheless, I should not have drunk a beer during the meeting in order to flush out my kidneys. So that's stupid. Do, using beer to flush to out, flush out your kidneys. Mm-hmm. I, I think, think you use water. Yeah, something else. Nah, nah, it doesn't have the kick. In hindsight, I should have uh, remained in bed and skipped the meeting. Uh, again, I am sorry. And I can only ask for forgiveness and assure you that it will not happen again. So that was sick. She was sick. A man lands himself back in jail for the third time in four days. On Sunday afternoon, deputies arrested 32-year-old Devin Roberts for drinking and being in possession of alcohol, which violated terms of his bond from previous arrests. Deputies discovered the violations when pulling over a vehicle and arresting the driver for being under the influence. Roberts was the passenger. I on, it. on Saturday... <laughs> The day before, Roberts had been arrested for trying to start a fight with a male grocery store worker and had been making obscene remarks toward female employees. Uh, the sheriff, William Gilbert, then found 30, the 32-year-old at his home passed out in the front seat of a running vehicle while under the influence of alcohol. He already had a suspended license from previous DUIs. He also left his three-year-old son at home with another adult who was also inebriated. Okay. At that time, he was out on bond for felony theft after stealing equipment uh, from the city. On Tuesday, Roberts had called the sheriff's office and a deputy come to his home. He told the deputy that he had taken a waterproof case that was sitting next to a dumpster. He then told law enforcement when he opened the case and inside were items labeled as property of the city. However, deputies later found out the case had been taken from a city building and contained emergency lights, hydraulic pumps, and other items that were valued at more than $5,000. So he stole it. He faces multiple charges stemming from these incidents. So in three times in four days, he got arrested. I want to apologize for not going four for four. And then one last story, and there was uh, a picture of this. An elderly couple was holding up traffic heading to the beach in Florida by riding their electric scooters on the highway. Oh, my God. And they are on a highway bridge. So there was no way for people to get around them. The pair were riding alongside each other with American flags prominently displayed on the unusual mode of transport. Uh, they led a long line of cars crossing a bridge heading towards the beach in Navarre, Florida. Uh, people are not required to have a license to drive a scooter in the state and are not allowed to drive on footpaths, apparently. <laughs> what What is the speed those things max out at? So maybe the highway, the I, five miles an maybe hour? Maybe five miles yeah. an hour. That's what I'm thinking. There you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for now. We're going to break, and when we come back, we'll see. We'll see. You've been paying attention because we'll have a lesson question from today's program and some stuff to give away, and we'll get into a few other things, too. Stay there. We'll be right back. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Steven Singer Jewelers is now offering financing online with interest-free options available for a limited time. Get pre-qualified in seconds. Learn more at IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. There's a new Daily Rush video. We have two. I'm just going to tell you about one for now. I'll tell about the other one tomorrow. You can go see them both now if you want to. The one I'm going to mention now is called Tanuk. <laughs> and you can spell Tanuk fab backwards if you want to and figure out what that is. But scientists, it says, did a test to see which curse word helps alleviate pain. 
and we like to knock. Uh, so that video is now available at PrestonAndSteve.com, as is multiple Preston and Steve Daily Rush videos that you can check out. And they are sponsored by Punchline Philly, Fishtown's first comedy club restaurant and bar. So if you would, please take a look when you get a chance. Uh, they're usually pretty short, too. Yes. They're very easy to watch a bunch of Five minutes. If you want to. All right, so today's lesson question, we're going to give away an Italian lover's gift basket from Pestine uh, Home Cooking. Never tasted so good, so Pestine is what you'll win. All right, and the question that I have for you is, which word does, did Skinner fans have trouble understanding? Uh, 215-263-WMMR. Which... <laughs> Which fan do Skinner? Uh, I'm sorry. Which word do Skinner fans have trouble understanding? And you had to have heard it. Don't even try to guess. Two one five two six three WMMR. While you're calling in, we're going to do the trash. The trash business is a gold mine. Ninety three three WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, see what we get today. What's going on, Steve? Well, Kim Kardashian's cosmetics and fragrance empire is now valued at one billion dollars after receiving a huge investment from Cody Incorporated. Cody issued a statement saying, quote, Kim Kardashian believes that beauty springs from the inside and then collides with the plastic shell on the outside. (laughs) Catherine McPhee and David Foster celebrated their first year of marriage over the weekend. The legendary 70-year-old music producer and the 36-year-old singer reportedly celebrated with a romantic 2 o'clock dinner followed by a super sexy sponge bath. And finally, Megan Fox admitting she was attracted to her new boyfriend, Machine Gun Kelly, because of his tattoos, saying her estranged husband, Brian Austin Green, doesn't have any. When reminded that Green actually does have tattoos, Fox responded, you don't say. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get an answer. We want to find out which word Skinnerd fans have trouble understanding, and I will go to Kevin for that answer. Hey, Kevin, how you doing, man? Oh, hey, guys. How's everybody doing? Good. All right. What is the word that uh, Skinner fans have a hard time understanding? Rhetorically. Rhetorically, yeah. (laughs) Hang on, Kev. You got it right. That means we are going to give you an Italian lover's gift basket from Pastine. Home cooking never tasted so good. Pastine, uh, leading importer of authentic Italian ingredients since 1874, makes it easy to prepare delicious meals at home with a variety of pasta cuts, uh, tomato sauces, grated cheeses, and more. Shop Pastine at your local grocery store or have it delivered by visiting Pastine.com. Music news. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right, the band Tool has confirmed that Gibson Custom Shop is working with Adam Jones on recreating his original 1979 Les Paul Custom Silverburst guitar for a signature model. Uh, the Axe has most recently been seen on the band's tour in support of its latest album, Fear Inoculum. Tool fans and guitar aficionados got an inside look at the process last week when the band shared an image on social media that showed some of the instruments in production at a Gibson factory. Jones sold Guitar World last year about the Silverburst, Silverburst Customs. He said, I remember buying my first one and the guitar salesman really tried to talk me out of it. I have a true love for that color and that guitar in general, and I believe that particular metallic paint does something to the tone or the resonance or the polarity somehow. Jones added that he has a total of six actual vintage Silverburst Gibson Les Pauls customs. 
several of which he used on the road, and the price and release date of Jones Gibson's signature model has yet to be unveiled. Dirty Honey has shared an acoustic version of its song Down the Road as the latest installment of its Suitcase Sessions online series. Uh, The band launched the series when its plans to travel to Australia to record new music were put on hold due to the pandemic. The latest clip was shot on a uh, Los Angeles day with the downtown skyline and Dodger Stadium as a backdrop. Uh, Dirty Honey had been writing uh, and demoing new material at its home studio in Los Angeles with producer Nick Dida. Uh, I'm sorry, Nick Didia? I'm not sure how you pronounce his name. Nick Dudu. Uh, consulting the band via Zoom. Uh, they hope to record their first full-length album in either Los Angeles or Australia, depending on travel restrictions. Uh, Didia and his studio are based in the latter's country, uh, country city of Brisbane. Hailstorm singer Lizzie Hale hinted in a new interview the band's next album could be a double LP set. Ooh. Referring to the pandemic, Hale explained, we've been writing a lot, so there will be new music at some point. Maybe there'll be a double record because of all this. She hinted that a number of projects she's been working on, uh, even before the outbreak break, will roll out uh, throughout the rest of the year. She said, uh, the funniest thing for us is that since this pandemic started... We're busier now than maybe we would have been. <clears throat> I had kind of an inadvertently, I kind of inadvertently been uh, preparing for something like this. And there will be a rollout of releases and duets and projects that I've been working on the past year or so that we now have an opportunity to shine. Double albums, albums in general, are yeah. slightly, you know, less common because yeah. songs are released in a different way. But when you release a double album, that's pretty cool. That it used to be fairly common. Yeah, yeah. Uh, James Hetfield's collection of custom-built classic cars is now on display in a 27-minute video shared online. He donated the collection to the Peterson Automotive Museum in Los Angeles in 2019, with the vehicles going on display to the public earlier this year. He's got some really cool stuff. While the vast majority of collectors acquire vehicles just by purchasing pre-existing examples, Hetfield elected to instead build his from scratch. Sick. Uh, channeling his... Cre- I didn't know Cowper was a fan. Absolutely. Uh, channeling creativity, often reserved for his music, into the production of what have been described as rolling sculptures. The sculptures in there thick. Uh, <laughs> Some of them are very futuristic looking. As previously reported... Uh, it, there's a... It's up on the screen here, Preston. Look at this. Yeah, it's pretty badass. Sick. Uh, a book about Hetfield's cars, Reclaimed Rust, the four-wheeled creations of James Hetfield, but will be released on July 28th, by the way. Uh, this is a pretty funny story. Uh, Slipknot singer Corey Taylor is campaigning for a new position as the lead vocalist of a Slipknot tribute band. No. Oh, that'd be so cool. Uh, the ad came from a New Jersey outfit called <laughs> Steve of the Sick. Of the Sick. Yes. Could you imagine you show up to see what you think is a, is a Slipknot cover band? And, man, this lead singer's really good. Of the Sick promoted themselves as the most accurate Slipknot tribute in the world. The Sick Slipknot tribute band. Uh, Taylor saw an ad on Craigslist that read a Slick Slipknot singer. Uh, (laughs) That said, established Slipknot tribute seeking accurate, dedicated Corey Taylor. Mm. Adding that they needed someone in the same or near same physical shape as Corey Taylor. Uh, five foot eight. Taylor shared the link on Twitter, responding, "If you're interested, I'm also sitting at 166 pounds." 
Uh, some fans have interpreted that to mean Taylor was giving the band his weight in the interest of accuracy, while others suggested he was jokingly applying for the band. Uh, in addition to singing with Slipknot and Stone Sour. <laughs> singing with Slipknot and Stone Sour is so sick. <laughs> Taylor's been working on a solo album and has also written books, acted, and done spoken word tours. Spoken words. That's correct. Uh, and then we'll do one last story. And this is actually an email that I got from a listener, Michael Collins. Not the astronaut. Okay. Who uh, was raised in Philadelphia. It would be an honor, sir, if you are listening. Lives in Westchester, and he let me know about a limited edition beer that is being produced by Carton Brewery in Atlantic Highlands, New Jersey. And it is a tribute to Neil Peart. Oh. And the name of the beer is called Pronounced Peer T. Peer dash T, because everybody calls him Neil Peart. Right. Uh-huh. I did for ages until I heard the man himself say that it's pronounced Peart. So the name of the beer is called Pronounced Peart, P-I-E-R dash T. So I thought that was pretty cool, and it's a um, it's a lime-lighted Canadian lager. Oh, Limelight. Ah, I love that. Is there, are you going to get some? I doubt it, because uh, Michael said he took a two-hour drive uh, to go there and get some. So it's one of those where you got to go wait in line, I guess, and, and get your beer. Maybe they can so. send you some. That'd be nice to send me some. Uh, but I thought that was pretty cool. So uh, yeah, I, li- I like the uh, the label. Uh, cool. Kudos to Carton Brewery in Atlantic Highlands, New Jersey. All right, and there you go. That's yeah. your music news report for today. We got another break to take. I saw Brent Porsche getting all geared up and ready for his radio program today, as he's going to fill in for Pierre once again. So we'll find out what he's got going on, and also we'll get the letter of the day for the Word of the Week prize when we return. Stay there. In 1776, our founding fathers told England to suck it. In 2020, 93.3 WMMR is commemorating this with a 4th of July weekend. Because frankly, we miss live music. And since we've got a long weekend, we're raiding the MM archives, pulling out the best live material we've got, and featuring it every hour. So crank up your Alexa, our app on your phone, or the radio as loud as it'll go, and celebrate our 4th of July weekend. Sponsored by Hyundai City of Burlington. Shop South Jersey's favorite, HyundaiCity.com. 93.3 WMMR, playing everything that rocks, live. I will simply quote this text from an anonymous texter that says, Thunderstruck, F yes. Just smoked the J in painting all day. Let's go! Yeah. <laughs> That's for you, my friend. Bill W. 93.3 WMMR. <laughs> Bill W. Thank <laughs> you, my office. Uh, 10.33, Tuesday morning, coming to a close for us. And uh, we're going to make way for a gentleman who is uh, filling in this week and is going to have a damn good time doing it. We present to you Mr. Brett Porsche. Hey, yes. good morning, everybody. Who is here once again. Nice to see you again, sir. You as well. How are you today? Doing well, thank you. You look like you use your beard oil today. I did. Yeah, Your yeah. beard and Kathy's eyebrows are phenomenal. <laughs> phenomenal. Quaffed. I always tell Jackie when I come in at night that if my beard is like super poofy, that means I washed it. But I put the beard oil, the beard uh, balm in to kind of tame it a little it's bit. It's shaped. It's got yeah. a, a straighter, yeah. more. As opposed to the yeah. straight Amish look. Do you play with it a lot? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess it's one of the twirl my of... fingers. You yeah, do twirl in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I can twirl it. I do the the, the ponytail. I can do pigtails in it. And do stuff you do like the ponytail? 
I'm not a fan of the ponytail. The thing is, when I'm eating and stuff like that, so, you know, when I'm eating cereal and stuff like that, all the milk ends up in it, so I just ponytail it up, and then... Okay. Yeah, yeah, that would be a liability. I, 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 it'd be hard to get used to that. You it's know? hard shaving underneath too. So I got I pigtail it out on the sides, and I do a ponytail up front so I can get the clean stuff underneath. Oh, it. Yeah, okay. it actually is a lot of work. You it is. Go, it really is. Work. Yeah, there's a lot of a uh, lot of uh, maintenance, a lot of discipline involved to keep a a, a shapely beard. Yes. yes, and Brent Porsche is your man. All right, ready for the letter, man? Yes, sir. Here we go. Kristen and Steve on ninety three three WMMR. Now the daily letter and the Preston and Steve. Show is brought to you today by the letter. By the letter U, as in Uma Thurman. All right, and we do have. There she goes. Uh, we do have the two-night getaway at one of three gorgeous Icona Resort properties in Avalon, Cape May, and Diamond Beach, and it's valid through May of twenty-six of twenty twenty-one. The experience, peace at the shore, Icona Resorts, Avalon, Diamond Beach, and Cape May Beachfront Hotels are the perfect escape. You can book today at Icona.com. That's I-C-O-N-A dot com. Uh, what's up for today's program, ma'am? So Workforce Blocks today. Today is actually the 43rd anniversary of the release of Love Gun from Kiss. So we're going to be highlighting wow. some songs from that. Uh, 311, one of my favorite bands. They were actually in the area this time last year for the Warp Tours. It's the 25th anniversary down there on the beach in Atlantic City. And today is the 45th anniversary of the Rolling Stones playing the Spectrum with the Commodores. What? We're going to do a block of the Stones coming God. up as well. With, with the, the Commodores. Commodores. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's yeah. awesome. And we're going to be celebrating the birthday of somebody from Pantera as well okay. coming up in the program. Yeah. All right. We will experience that with Brent. Thank you, Brent. And now I want to thank our sponsors, too. The Preston and Steve Show has been brought to you today by Acme Markets, fresh foods, local flavors, and also hers, the official chip of making the most of your summer. And Meineke doing car care right. Tomorrow, we got a couple things going on. Uh, it's Wednesday, so Fox Good Day. We'll do that. Uh, we will have a secret text word with a prize, chance for you to win some goodies. And we'll also have us. Uh, uh, we'll also have joining us uh, Perry Gilpin, Roz from uh, the show Frasier. Yeah, among other things, will be on the show. Working on a new a reboot of that. That's awesome. Yeah, I love that show. It's a great show. Uh, so that's it. That's it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day, and we will see you tomorrow, friends. Bye bye. The Preston and Steve love you. Hate you. Line. Burn out Betty over here. Yeah, throw your Christmas tree into the fire. The lights are crazy, idiot. All you need, you get a piece of copper pipe about six inches long, a piece of garden hose about the same. Stick the garden hose in the copper pipe, crimp the ends of the pipe, put it in the fire. You got Norwegian firewood. It's nine different colors. You're welcome. Next message. Just wanted to give a very special shout out to the love of my life, the beautiful Kathy. Hope you have a great day. Next message. I drive the New Hope every day, and every day there's a gaggle of bikes that goes clogging up the road when there's a perfectly good bike path 50 feet away on the canal. Get off the road! The Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack! Sell them for less. 
hey, listen, we know not everybody is super interested in the intricacies of MOBAs or how to dive into the bot lane. That's why we've got Checkpoint AFK, the podcast that lets you know everything that matters to gamers away from the keyboard, whether it's movies, TV, or social issues. So if you want to listen in on the conversation, make sure you check us out. Checkpoint AFK on B-Pod Studios, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. We look forward to you.